it looks like from the stats on Podbean, just like from the one episode that kind of getting dumped on the Apple again. Yeah. We have about 300 people listening to us. Really? It looks like that's about like how many people are subscribed to the podcast. That is fascinating. <laughs> yeah, we have like four people who interact with us at any given point. So like, who are you? Oh, just... <laughs> well, we learned something. I mean, it, the, the Shout Engine stats were always saying, you know, that there were like hundreds of downloads of episodes yeah, and shit. I so. never believed those ones, though. These ones <laughs> I believe. Like, these feel like legit. So yeah. I'm like, huh, interesting. So there's 300 people out there listening to us. That cool. just seems like too many. Hello, 300 people, or at least however many are actually listening to, to this particular episode. It's, it's all bots. I'm just going to pretend it's all bots. <laughs> what, just so you don't have performance anxiety? Exactly. <laughs> well, welcome back, listeners, to Dance Robot Dance. We took a break, a forced break, for a whole week. Uh, this is our weekly podcast, the 285th episode of our weekly podcast, where we discuss all things geeky and nerdy from a decidedly not safe for work point of view. I'm Tim, going to be hosting this week from Toronto, Ontario. And with me, I have our Iron Man, Mark. Well, I mean, not anymore. We broke a streak. <laughs> 284 episodes, I think, is still enough to consider you an Iron Man. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, all I did was record a podcast. So yeah. now you're Iron Man, Mark, too sure i'll take it <laughs> this this whole time you've been that like shitty fucking tin can suit from I'll take the, it. <laughs> that was made in a cave and the mark ii is like a good looking set of armor so i like yeah. that one that's the one i like to draw the best because from like the for the first movie good times yeah so uh yeah no uh, yeah. like that was we're back it was a nightmare it was fun <laughs> i wasn't even sure for a little while there were we gonna get yeah, the fucking mark, feeds back mark, i was like I, was I think we're dead god into me here and saying like yeah i think we gotta like start fucking new feeds from scratch and shit yeah i was like i think we're dead in the water boys and i don't uh yeah and then i ended up putting like twice as much work twice as much work as i would normally put into the into an episode getting the feeds back so that's why we took a week up is because we figured that you know mark was mark was doing lots of work behind the scenes to get all our feeds reclaimed and everything since sending emails man so many like engine fucked us over hard and yeah yeah yeah. fuck you guys i mean they're shut down so whatever yeah, <laughs> they don't give a shit about us, but fuck them. So that was that's yeah. over. We're with Podbean now. Welcome to you're probably <laughs> hearing ads from them. Basically, is what's going to be happening Welcome shortly to this so, decade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we have a, a live modern podcasting suite yeah. now, and it's I'm just all the possibilities. Yes. So thank you very much for bearing with us as we took that break last week to get everything all sorted out. But we are back and ready to go. And we're going to start off 2022 by looking back at last year and forward to next year. But before we do that, let's talk about even though we have fucking two weeks of news to cover, no news. fucking nothing happened. Like, yeah. Betty White died, and that's about it. Oh, man, it's like people have died. Like, there's been lots of deaths, but it's like yeah, Sydney Poitier as well. But Betty, and like Bob Betty Saget White. and like all kinds Bob of people have died. It was it's been, it's been a weird couple of weeks. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. Bob Saget was a surprising one. I mean, Betty White was 99 and I think everybody was just kind of waiting for that one. But she had a fucking excellent, excellent run and was just just an absolute fucking class act. Yeah. Bob Saget feels a little a little early, but the other two, I'm like, yeah, yeah, man, like they both had excellent, like amazing runs. Right. Like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, uh, everybody was like the memes about Betty White was like, what does it say that like Betty White like looked at 2022 and was like, nope, fuck this. I'm out. Like, what are we in for this year, guys? The Betty White was like, I survived the last two years only to peace out now. I yeah, that's not that's not the way it's I want to look at it. Thanks. Thanks, Tim. Thanks for making <laughs> me look at that that way. Yeah. 
So, but yeah, so rest in peace to Betty White, Sidney Poitier and Bob Saget. Also temporary rest, not in peace, but just a, a bit of a rest for the production of Picard season two, which had about 50 COVID cases on set. Apparently Omicron, Omicron just, I mean, Omicron Percy, I ate, right? Like the virus was like tailored to the fucking Star Trek universe. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it was, it was bound to affect, affect production somewhere. Some, it's just funny that it was Star Trek. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And like, let's face facts. The longer we can wait for Picard season two. Oh God. That's probably for the better. Yeah, probably. I would say even more of a saving grace, like even more of a silver lining to the Omicron wave is we have three more months, Mark, before we need to fucking talk about Morbius now because it is now pushed to April 1st instead of January 28th. I was kind of getting to that point where I was like, can we just pull the fucking bandaid off on this one (laughs) and just get it out of the way? Just dump it in January. Yeah, when nobody's going to see it. But it's so like they I can understand because Sony doesn't have a way to make money off a streaming service, right? Like they don't have a way of like well, not directly, that. right? Like yeah. all their stuff goes to I think Netflix in Canada gets the majority of their stuff because that's where yeah. the Spider-Man movies are, right? Uh right now, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh so yeah, I don't know. Like, so they don't have like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like Disney can do that where they can like, oh, we can we can charge you the extra 30 bucks or whatever, like black widow the do the premier access, access yeah. or even Amazon can ding you for stuff like as they want to. Right. But like, and I guess, I mean, HBO max has, or can has that option. So like Warner has that option also, yeah. but like Sony doesn't just have its own like, date streaming for yeah. HBO max. And that's been like only us and then crave up here. And that's been probably keeping them, you know, flush with subscribers. Yeah. But so. uh, yeah, Sony doesn't have a way to do that. So like they got to get their movies out somehow. That's like that's why those movies came out in like such short order. Like mm-hmm. Ghostbusters, No Way Home, or uh, Bond, No Time to Die, No Time to Die, and then, no and Way then Home. Uh, yeah, No Way Home also is another like Sony movie. Rapid and all succession and like yeah, and like Uncharted comes stuff. out like uh, it's still coming out this week, I think. Regardless, Jesus. right? So like I think it's still coming out anyway. Like Sony's just, just totally just giving up hope on that one. Then <laughs> I go, oh, I yeah, like did you see the second trailer? The second trailer no. just basically makes it cut, like cuts it to look like Mark Wahlberg's the star. I heard that, but yeah, I didn't fucking bother watching it. I'm not going to watch the movie anyways. So. Well, I'm, I'll watch it when it hits streaming. I'm not going to, I'm not going to a movie theater right now to see it. That's like, no. Because you definitely would have gone to a fucking movie theater to see an Uncharted movie beforehand? No, probably not. I mean, if I was going to see a Tom Holland movie in fucking movie theaters right now, I'd go see No Way Home again because mm-hmm. I've only seen it once. I'd rather go see Spider-Man again, to be perfectly honest with you, but I'm not going to a movie theater right now. Yeah. So Tom Holland, who apparently wanted to be young Bond and they were like, they just laughed him out of the fucking office. He looks like I like I like him because he looks like he's 12 because he's (laughs) Spider-Man. Right. And he should have that boyish thing that does not. I I don't understand who wants to see young Bond, the young young James Bond adventures, a sad orphan orphan teenager or whatever. Like, what's the fun in that? Yeah, because he's just a mopey kid. It's not like you get to play with the toys or like you don't get to go do the spy shit with the hot broads. Yeah. He's a movie 18 year old. Fuck that. He didn't have a fucking like Aston Martin with machine gun headlights when he was 18 or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like I want to see him when he's like 35, maybe like when he's just coming out of school, like out of whatever and just joining MI6 and is 35 and has done shit. But not like Tom Holland's not going to sell me on that. Yeah. You know, find somebody else. Or something. That That would be kind of cool to see like a 
bond getting going through whatever we saw that. and my we extensively agents, yeah. saw that though that's what that's what casino royale was with him learning how fucking hard it's going to be to be a double oil agent <laughs> yeah. right so that was his first mission that's what you saw that's so that his first mission though right like they, that's not like here's what you go oh, like, no, I, I, guess, mean, I guess what i was ta- thinking about was like the kingsman like you know, yeah, a bond or something like that. Why it doesn't make any sense for him to have be having superhero fucking James Bond adventures before he's James Bond? Just make it a James Bond movie then. Like, yeah. it just, oh. <laughs> the loops that they will go through to like figure something out. I'm like, no, you have to just hire a man who's a, like in the late 30s and mm-hmm. cast him as James Bond. I don't. <laughs> I mean, color. He could be whatever fucking color he wanted to be at this point. I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter to me anymore. Just fucking cast it. You just got to be that dude. Yeah. You, can't, you can't cast a 21-year-old as James Bond. It doesn't work. <laughs> the only other things that I had were sort of comic book related. One is one of the co-creators of Invincible is suing Robert Kirkman for money, basically, over the Amazon series. Is They had a colorist, right, from the first you know, like, batch William, of issues? William Crabtree, who colored the first 50 issues. Yeah. And then uh, Kirkman apparently got him to surrender ownership in like 2005 of like his ownership stake in the characters yeah so pay your fucking dudes people we just I went over this whole like thing last week or last every episode time. yeah i'm like and totally like especially when it's like robert kirkman's not fucking hurting right now come on he's got like 18 fucking walking dead series and then invincible and the joke when they talk to him on like the, the kevin smith podcast is he's the richest man alive like that he's <laughs> the richest man kevin smith knows because like with all that walking dead money he's gotta be like fucking matt flush with cash right yeah so like think. pay these fucking guys who helped you draw all this shit and create it all you didn't yeah. create it like i know you wrote it but like you didn't create all of it and the, the visual is the big part like- constantly in reprints and shit like that too and oh i'm sure God. i'm sure invincible yeah i'm sure invincible is at the top of the amazon charts over christmas again so yeah, of, of trades right now and shit like that with Absolutely. those series and stuff too so hopefully he's at least seeing re- residuals for that if not also well, i would imagine we'll kinda, also that's image you kind of have to yeah. kind of play play ball i'm although kirkman owns part of image now so i don't know yeah. who knows what's going on there because even they got uh that was the other the only piece of news i saw that you didn't bring up was the uh that we haven't talked about or we've talked about like the story but they actually got their union at image right oh nice I so they seen ratified that. that union the the employee like the office employees technically ratified their union which is a step in the right direction to get comics like overall to like unionize the illustration like the art teams and stuff like that which mm-hmm. is like should have been happening should happen in the fucking 70s or some shit like that yeah but yeah you know, better than never. Industry, yeah, tends to yeah, it's it's about as fucking up to date on that kind of shit as pro wrestling is in terms of like work for hire and all that kind of shit. So, yeah. you know, what are you gonna do? But like, it's working in the right direction. There's a lot of fucking conversations on Twitter about page rates happening, like out in public lately, and it's it's been pretty fucking eye opening what people are getting offered. And I remember like the last time I got a page rate offer was not from a like not even from a major was I I couldn't even fucking justify doing it. Yeah. Like for the amount of work it would have been versus how much money I was going to get per page. I was like, it's not worth it. Yeah. Porn pays better guys. <laughs> yeah. Like do seriously. I like, and I'm, I'll, and I'm I'll not kidding. Naked ladies. No. And actually that's a fucking fact doing not safe for work commissions is better paying than doing. If you're good, like, like yeah. I'm pretty good at this kind of stuff. Right. So like if I do those and I make more money than I would be making probably starting at Marvel right now. Oof. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's uh, not not great. And well, that's why the so much of uh, their talent now is is overseas, right? Which is yep. I you know, which I, I guess is cool, and it it brings in like new styles and stuff to it. But like also. You're fucking like North American companies. You should be paying the North American people that work for you a fucking living wage. Yeah, the uh, best paying comic book company in the world is a technically a Scottish company because Mark Millar, Mark Miller, yeah. right? Millar World. He's yeah. the guy. Who, he always ha- like he's got fucking Eminem and Oliver Koipel working for him right now mm. on a first run series. Those are two like fifteen hundred dollar page guys sorry yeah, yeah. about talking about numbers and shit i know it's not <laughs> kosher or whatever but those are big fucking page numbers guys right like yeah. and as well, well they should be and they're in not, the uk as well right so no, he's, he's here sense. oh is he he's is, like isn't he he's, british though originally no man he fucking lives like up the street from you actually oh, okay i didn't know i didn't know that he was from i knew he was i knew he was in yeah okay yeah he's a little north of you he's in toronto yeah, but like they, he's got it's Millar's got the guys like paying them good money to do those things, but those are the established guys that came from Marvel already, right? So yeah, yeah. I don't know, but the guys who are breaking in at Marvel right now, I don't know what's happening. I don't know, yeah. you know. Uh, well, I did have one other bit of news that was again related to a Canadian comic book creator. I don't know if you saw this, but Jeff Lemire, Canadian comic book creator who has done a bunch of work for DC that I have enjoyed, just signed an exclusive deal with Image Comics. He will be doing only image for the foreseeable future which is unfortunate because one of my series that i'm really looking forward to seeing the end of in 2022 is a series that is both written and drawn by him so i'll miss this is dc work i liked his marvel work too actually he did some work on wolverine it was pretty good so that's that's uh i mean good for him it means he's doing exclusive creator own stuff i would assume right yeah. yeah it also i guess means he's leaving his black hammer stuff behind at dark horse oh is it really oh hmm what's the show he's got the netflix show sweet tooth yeah what, that, was, that, that was dc that was done under vertigo originally. that was vertigo right yeah, yeah and they okay. just did a sweet tooth like a mini series like called sweet tooth the return that just came guess, out last year was it creator on then if it was vertigo because that's they allowed that right like that hit that's his right yeah i don't know if that would be i'm not sure interesting i'd be surprised he would leave that i mean he's gonna get paid for it regardless but like i'd be surprised to let that kind of slide but well, I mean, the, the series had been gone for a while kind of thing, and they just kind of brought it back, like just, I think probably just to do something. Actually, kind of, right. You they know, probably to, did uh, the comic to just to capitalize the TV on show. the show a little yeah, bit or, yeah. you know, so. Well, I mean, if that's what he wants to do, uh, I'll miss him at Marvel. He's done good work on Wolverine. So, yeah. I mean, these exclusives are, you know, there's a timestamp on him. So, he'll yeah, it's five years back eventually. So he'll be he'll be back if he wants to be. Well, yeah. that like what if you create a own and it hits, then yeah. he goes to the movies i mean he's already kind of gone to the movies so yeah he doesn't really need i'm probably sure he's doing fine yeah uh but that is everything that i had so and you already told me you didn't have anything else so let's go on to our next segment which is geek of the week which is the segment where we talk about the nerdiest thing we've done in the past week or so so mark what's your geek of the week well i didn't have to fucking edit a podcast or like <laughs> do any of the associated rigmarole with producing a weekly podcast so uh, i had lots of time on my hands this week and i ended up deciding to waste all of it <laughs> and watch a tv show no i've been watching the expanse while i've been working the last like week and mm. that show is fucking dope as shit i think everybody should be if you're not i mean it's finishing now right we're coming like yeah, we're, we're coming towards the end of the the final season now which yeah. is why i wanted to kind of get into it because i knew like the finale was happening it's like it's nice it would be nice to be involved in the, like be able to be involved in the conversation at the end of it yeah even if I am kind of catching up at the last minute, like a piece of well, shit. You're, 
You're further ahead than I am because I'm still only in like middle of season three. I am really enjoying it as well, though. And yeah, I'm my treadmill show right now. So I'm I like watch an episode and do a few miles on the treadmill kind of thing. Yeah, I should do that. But like, I don't I just sit there and draw while I'm watching it. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm where am I? Uh, I'm in the middle of season five now. OK, so you're about two seasons past me. So like I did. Yeah, I, I, I just went way past everybody at that point. <laughs> so I, I watched three episodes of season five this this afternoon while I was doing a little doodling here. And then I watched uh, the first episode of Peacemaker because the first oh, three yeah. are out. And I need to watch that. Holy fuck. <laughs> that show is kind of, that show zany. Like it's. Yeah. I mean, the tra- that's what the trailer made it look like. So. Yeah, it's going to be fun, I think. So I'm going to yeah. watch the last two of those probably tonight. Yeah, but I'll probably I am, get into that like this tomorrow or like this weekend kind of thing. Yeah, uh, but we uh, definitely don't sleep. Like if you have like the impetus to fucking get into the expanse, like if you want a, a big space opera kind of show. Yeah. Uh, and you've been sleeping on it like fuck a duck. Is this like the best show on TV or what? It's it's up there for sure. I've, it's pretty like, good. I, I was really enjoying it. And I it's just nice because it's refreshed. It's like different, right? Yeah. It's not something that's tied to any of these franchises that we spend yeah. so much time talking about. So it's cool. Just as I mean, it is based on books, but like it's yeah. cool to see something that is just new and different and still has a pretty expansive sort of world built around it. It's, yeah, it feels pretty fleshed out. I, that's what I like about it is that they've they've obviously like because the books were so far along when they started the show like they obviously were able to like take some of the world building from like that he had put in later mm-hmm. and like tie it into the earlier stuff and I realized what I did I'd actually seen the first almost two seasons of it you know it cuts off at one point where like like Thomas Jane basically leaves the show at that point end like of, yeah end of season that's the end of season one I think well, no, it's like actually halfway through season two. Oh, so, so it must have right? been like a mid-season break or something like something that. Something like I mean, that, right? And then like it, it's kind of a different show in the second half of season two. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's probably where I kind of like lost it because I yeah. it, it felt like that that the main thread of it had kind of dissipated at that point. It lost a lot of its noir, you know, Blade Runner kind of feel yeah. at that point, which I mean, I like that, but I also like what it's evolved to in terms of yeah, it more a little like bit political more. intrigue and space battles and that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, it became a little cool. more like Battlestar Galactica E. Yeah. It's I mean, the ships have like a heavy Battlestar influence oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, and I like that like real worldy kind of stuff. I mean, especially like really, really like, industrial 30, design. Really in the middle of like 31st century Starfleet right now. It's just like everything's so boring and sterile on Discovery. This yeah. is it's a nice difference where like everything's gungy and it's like it's kind of believably everybody's pissed at each other. And I'm like, everything's ah. like every, like things still aren't like super yeah we're not super polished and everything yeah like yeah like there's shit you know yeah exactly it's not like you know a a fucking galaxy class starship that can take like a shit ton of damage it's like if you fucking flick a pebble at one of these ships it's gone like the vacuum is broken and everybody's fucked kind of thing yeah so it's like it's very intense and shit like that and i love like i'm I'm really enjoying it for that kind of stuff so like if you want like it's it's, so i guess it's kind of like a it's a harder sci-fi than star trek is like or well, it's it's also a, a not as far future sci-fi yes. as well, right? Yeah, I mean it's close, like two hundred years. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's if you are into like any kind of sci-fi and especially the space opera kind of stuff, it's very good. I like all the little like literary references and stuff too, like mm-hmm. the like naming the ship after. Oh yeah, yeah. Coyote and stuff like that. I was like, oh, that's cool. And like, some of the yeah. names are like evocative of other pieces of sci-fi literature and shit. So yeah, for sure. Cool. Definitely calling out his homages in the book. I would imagine. I got. I, I know. I've read the first one. 
this has been like a million years. So I might, when the show I'm done, the show, I might go back and just like start from the beginning of the books and yeah, put them on as uh like grab them on audible or something like that. Mm-hmm. Start doing it that way while I'm drawing. Cause I've been enjoying it a lot. And I'm wondering if I'll get, it's like the game of Thrones thing where like, I want more of the world. So I go and like yeah, yeah. read the books kind of thing. So I never did that with game of Thrones because sword and sorcery doesn't do it for me, but like, give me some rocket ships boys and I'm on board <laughs> and I'll just, I'll read all your books. So yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, this is like, go, go watch the expanse, finish the expanse. We can do an episode, Tim. Come on, man. I will. I will eventually. I mean, yeah, hopefully point. I'll finish it up by around the time that the series ends and we can. Yeah, just, I don't know when that's that's coming up really soon, a, but uh, we can do a wrap up just sometime next yeah, month. Yeah. Thing yeah. of the whole whole series or something. Well, I'll be I'll still be fresh. So cool. cool. My geek of the week. I, I started Spider-Man Miles Morales. Oh, nice. So I'm about maybe a quarter of the way into it now, and I'm liking it so far. It def- They definitely put in a significant amount of work to make it feel different than yeah. your Parker Spider-Man. Even his, like, swinging physics feels a little... The physics, yeah, different. the physics like, and, like, his physicality is yeah. is very different than peter's and stuff which i like as well and it's it definitely has some of that into the spider-verse feel to it i mean yeah. even before they put in the suits and stuff from into the spider-verse yeah, yeah. those are cool effects where like especially the one where it fucks the frame rate a little bit so it kind of yeah. looks like the frame rate the from Spider-verse. how are you running it are you running it you should go what is it performance rt so like 60 frames with ray tracing it's just it's fuck got it it feels yeah. so good at 60 frames those games it's fucking baffling to me i so. think i was doing the fidelity version try, try flipping it to ray tracing yeah. with 60 and just okay. like feel it because it feels better like okay. you feel like you're in more control at 60 frames i don't know okay I'll maybe it's it a, a placebo effect for me but like i i feel like when you go from 30 to 60 in a game like that it's like holy shit yeah it actually made the game easier for me oddly enough like because you're getting extra frames to like kind of register shit yeah i know it's fast but it's still like well it is yeah i mean and especially some of those the the training challenges and shit like that are yeah. harder for sure like they've definitely upped the difficulty on some of this stuff that too be why i had an easier time with them on ps5 actually is because i was getting 60 frames as opposed to just 30 on ps4 and i wasn't mm-hmm. i was getting like i was able to respond just that little bit faster that you can at 60 hertz so yeah. Yeah. i don't know give it a shot though it's it's surreal how cool it looks like running at like your native frame rate like your panels rate native frame rate yeah. with the ray tracing and shit it starts to get like kind of like simulacra like what well, was that real like as you're bending the skyline yeah. and shit like that's fucked up because the well, that's, like, especially that's with what I was... hdr on yeah. that game and like the it's those games look fucking dope is what i'm basically trying to get at like <laughs> oh it's I, still it looks great i like that they did it at sort of a different time of the year i realized once I started playing it that I probably should have like started playing it a couple weeks earlier because it's fucking yes, set like Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. I didn't even like I totally didn't I spaced on the fact that it's like set of Christmas. Yeah. Because I played it in the summertime. So like <laughs> Yeah, New York and Christmas. Uh, yeah. and that's I, I think that they did a really good job of keeping it close enough in terms of the the combat model and, and controls and stuff like that to the original game while also adding in the new dynamics like the Venom dynamics and stuff like that. Stuff That's definitely taking some some getting used to rather than like the suit powers and stuff being able to trigger the suit yeah. powers and it's the Venom stuff instead but I'm getting starting to get used to that now. Once you start like realizing how powerful Miles is with that Venom Blast stuff 
You're yeah. like, what? <laughs> like, because at first I was like, I don't get as many gadgets as, as I did with Peter. And I, it was kind of hurt, hampering my combat abilities yeah. early on. Cause I was like, fuck, I was really, fuck, I'm a very gadget. Gravity well thing is useless. <laughs> I'm a very gadget reliant Spider Man is what I've come to realize <laughs> from playing those games. But I, and so when I was playing as Miles, I was like, I, I don't feel like I have as many options to go to to like and the venom incapacitate kicks. guys and then the venom stuff starts kicking you're like oh he's <laughs> insanely overpowered with that stuff so like yeah lean into the venom stuff a little bit you'll realize all of a sudden the game will become like cake yeah. like you just start rip like chomping through dudes so yeah is and is that a uh, canonical like comic book oh, yeah. power like him having like the bioelectro bioelectricity generation yeah. in that yeah every peter is always complaining that all the newer spiders get better fucking powers than he does he's like <laughs> i got like the fucking baseline and that's it everybody yeah, else he, got he like the walmart version and everybody else gets like, everybody else can like turn invisible and like he, they can zap people and like gwen's got a different <laughs> thing too and i can't remember what it is like her spider sense is more sensitive than everybody else's too mm. like she can almost go into the spider sense it's weird i don't know huh. and silk's got different powers too and all this other shit yeah peter's just like i'm just a spider i just kind of and he doesn't even have the webs like silk got her own webs like she's got like, oh, like organic webs, webs? Yeah, yeah i think she's got toby webs and like so he doesn't even have that right he's like i gotta fucking sling from these things yeah i gotta make these fucking things myself yeah it sucks <laughs> so yeah, so I mean, I mean, I'll definitely keep playing that. Hopefully, I don't have much going on this weekend, so hopefully, I'll get a good number of hours in on that. That's awesome. This weekend no. too. I've been playing a lot of shit, like uh, along with like watching that show. So yeah. I got, just got like this pile of steam, just yeah. pile of steam games that I'm like kind of chomping through. So yeah, well, when my fucking new rig gets here and I can pull the graphics card out of it, I can finally start doing some PC gaming again. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah, you haven't got that. I was going to ask you if you got that or not. No, it's supposed to come. It's on route right now, but it's coming from the states because it's new egg and like a bunch of the pre-build stuff comes from yeah the, they have, the US. They have, a, so. oh, they have a place they do that shit. I know. I just yeah. ordered. <laughs> I think hard drives all went up again. I went to go order another SSD for like the rig to put games mm-hmm. on, and I was like, oh. They got all expensive again. This sucks. So, <laughs> so yeah, hopefully that will my rig will come next week and then I can just I'm all just the first thing I'm going to do is yank out that fucking graphics card and put it into my my desktop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. So what are you running it right now? Like I'll cut this out. But like are you running it like uh, 1080 and scaled up or like. No, I'm still running the, the 4K on my one monitor and the 1080 on my other. And it's just like just. It's it's chugging along. Sometimes it gets a little artifacty, like there's little pixels like flashing at the screen, but like they're a single pixel kind of thing. Like a little laggy too, like kind of slow to like little, respond. Not too bad. Yeah. That's but, all right. I mean, I'm not really. I wouldn't notice that anyways, unless I'm doing like gaming, really, right? True. Yeah, I guess. So, um, so it, it's working. Right. It's just I can tell that it's not happy about it. So, and it, every once in a while, like maybe once a day or something like that, it'll just flash black and come back. Like clearly it's oh, like, that's just nvidia drivers being or like not nvidia yeah. drivers being shitty or whatever like the intel are you using the you're using an intel graphics chipset yeah board. oh that new intel updater sucks donkey balls <laughs> the the little one that's like web-based that like runs in the taskbar holy oh. shit is that fucking awful <laughs> um i'd rather use the nvidia one Ugh. <laughs> so yeah good luck with that no i'm glad the uh You'll you'll have like an NVIDIA graphics card in there eventually. Yes. At least that's very soon. 3060 Ugh. RTX. It's not bad. Yeah. Uh, not bad. All right. So with that, we can move on to our meat of the episode. Well, I'm so unprepared for this. Meat from last year. Yes. 
we are going to uh, sort of just go over our now, now that there's kind of a bit of a lull in the blockbuster release schedule because it's January and that happens every year. Well, I um, mean, it's also like Omicron. We, we, we would totally be talking about Morbius right now. if like that's not it wouldn't have been for another couple of weeks, thankfully. Oh, I thought it was this week. I think it was supposed to come out end of January. Oh, well. So I thought we'd take the opportunity to have have a little bit of a breath and you know reflect on the media we've consumed over our second year of COVID and also what we're most looking forward to in the coming year in 2022. So we're going to start out just by kind of going over our favorites of 2021 across you know, the different kind of medias that we normally talk about. I put a caveat on this saying like, you know, that these didn't necessarily all have to come out in 2021. You know, if it's something that we just got to in 2021, then I thought that was still kind of fair game too. But even so, I think most of my stuff is actually 2021. So let's start on movies. Mark, what were your favorite movies of 2021? Spider-Man No Way Home kind of stood yeah. head and shoulders above everything else this year with like, I mean, shout outs, like honorable mentions to Shang-Chi. Like there's a couple movies I like this year. Shang-Chi, Suicide Squad, No Time to Die, quite enjoyed. Yeah. I've seen Ghostbusters Afterlife twice now and I still don't hate it. So That's I'll give good. that one a thumbs up, basically. Like I know what it is. It's it's very like much what that movie is like. It's yeah. it's that kind of product. Like it's just there for the nostalgia. But like it worked fine, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So but like Spidey was like just was such a fun movie going experience after this Spidey year was your preferred not nostalgia bomb over Ghostbusters Afterlife is what you're saying. I guess of all the nostalgia bombs that we got at the end of the year, <laughs> Spider-Man was the one that was the most mark flavored so i guess you could kind of consider no time to die a bit of a nostalgia bomb too right because it was closing out closing yeah. out the uh, uh daniel craig bond era yeah even that yeah mm-hmm. so like they were all they're all kind of like with the exception of suicide squad i mean suicide squad and shang chi which i like i want to shout out as being like two of my favorites from the year mm-hmm. obviously newer things going on yeah and like that first episode of peacemaker fuck <laughs> a duck is that shit funny <laughs> like that i don't know why that tone works just right for that level of DC hero or like just that level of hero period because it kind of works like, that way for Guardians so too. much from the tone of of a lot of those Suicide Squad comic series right like the Gail Simone kind of yeah. like Suicide Squad Secret Six kind of shit like yeah, know, the, yeah. The fumbling fucking like villains that are all like high on their own brand kind of shit yeah yeah well and like I it's just it's so good so yeah it I would go with Spidey as number one but don't sleep on like Shang-Chi or Suicide Squad for sure yeah, we'll talk about the other Marvel movie. I mean, I liked uh, I liked Black Widow, not Eternals, but Black Widow. I did enjoy, too. So, yeah. like, I didn't hate Black Widow. I, Marvel I, did pretty well this year for me overall. Like they weren't like they didn't knock them all out of the park, but they yeah. did. They batted a higher average than they than they should by any right have be able to do. <laughs> yeah. At 28 movies in or whatever the fuck. Especially we're at. when they put out fucking what four disney plus series too <laughs> well, that's what i mean like they're like the output i was like what actually yeah because tv's not even the same thing it's tv's yeah. a different category and i'm like Years. god damn they, yeah. they put out like fucking nine things this year in mm. the year of the pandemic they put out still had managed to put out like 10 completely separate or was how many is it what? it's four movies right four yeah shang chi eternals eternals spider-man, spider-man black widow and black widow yeah i mean and then yeah and then wandavision Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki, What If. Yeah, and then uh, Hawkeye just now. And then Hawkeye. So five five series. Five I mean, you know, What If what is, is uh, animated, but still is, is it took a lot to produce for sure. Yeah. So nine properties they put up this year. And I'm like, I didn't hate any of them. 
I kind of like Eternals could definitely have used the tune up. <laughs> so, so, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, for the, for the most and, part, and I think, you know, we weren't like crazy hot on Falcon Winter Soldier either. No, but I mean, like, it was fine. I was yeah. probably, I was more enthusiastic about it than you guys were, but I like the spy shit. I love yeah. that Captain America stuff that they do in the comics. So that was right up my alley anyway. So whatever. And I'm a Marvel fucking shill, right? Like, <laughs> Fair I enough. guess our 300 listeners can tell us. <laughs> yes. Uh, so for me, uh, it's probably not going to be any surprise that my favorite movie from 2021 was Dune Part 1. Oh, yeah. Did that come out this year? Forgot about yeah, that one. That was last year. That was like just absolute feast for the senses. And it was a really satisfying realization of a world and a story that's captivated me for, for a lot of years from reading the books and that none of the other adaptations really did justice. So I'm very happy with what Denis Villeneuve was able to do in terms of adapting something that a lot of people said was unadaptable yes so I'm, I'm glad that i put my stock in him you know as being the right guy you know, both of us yeah as being the right guy especially after both of us were so up up his ass for blade runner 2049 oh yeah fucking blade runner still dope as shit so i'll give him that much yeah. i'll give dune one thing it has inspired the best fucking alternative movie posters i've seen all year some of the shit oh, that yeah. i've seen even me who like completely loathed the movie I was like, oh man, these are this beautiful fucking art that came out of it. So, yeah, yeah. I guess shout out to the vision of it at least. Yeah, exactly. You can, if there's nothing else that you can say about Danny Villeneuve, it's that he is visionary, right? He's, yeah, he's great at picking a visual style and just you know really making it work and making making a visual impression that then other people can build off of and reinterpret, kind of thing. Yeah, it's a series of like digital paintings. Dune is a beautiful movie. So there you go. Uh, My honorable mention, I think also would go to Suicide Squad or or the Suicide Squad. It's just, and and it's, it's so weird because those two movies are, could not be more fucking like diametrically opposed. Right. Yeah. Like Suicide Squad is just like a fucking ridiculous joke of a superhero fucking movie, but it totally works because James Gunn just fucking leans so hard into it and he knows exactly what he's making and he just fucking goes for it. Yep. So and it was just it was well cast. It was well made. It was like fucking the the joke per minute ratio was like spot on for what I wanted. And it was I mean, that was our first return to the movie theaters sort of post covid. It was was the the Suicide Squad. Yeah, yeah, it was it was the perfect movie for that because it was, you know, just a fucking like palate cleanser. Right. It was just like, this is something different and new. And this is so much fun. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, yeah, no, that was a lot of I, like I said, we, we've talked about it a lot this year. Suicide Squad has come up a couple times and it's like, yeah, yeah it was one of the better things that like happened this year was like the surprise of James Gunn. I'm wondering now, and this is just me being a pessimistic piece of shit, but like how tame is Guardians of the Galaxy 3 going to feel compared to yeah. all of this stuff now? Because this shit's <laughs> like fucking R rated. Like yeah. the beginning or, of or the or P- Love and Thunder, right? Like how oh, even how, that? Yeah. What is yeah. What's James Gunn going to be able to get away with after doing this? What is Taika going to be Taika, able to get yeah. away with after? Well, especially because it's like on the Marvel side specifically, because that's Disney now, right? Like we can't yeah. go, you can't push this shit into the R rating on the Disney side. There's the one downside to our new yeah. corporate overlords. <laughs> our unfortunate corporate overlords at Disney or at Marvel is that yeah you're never going to probably see I mean eventually I guess they got to do Deadpool so they're going to have to do it eventually That's, right like, yeah they're still working on that script apparently so like 
we'll Although see. Although Ryan Reynolds has said he's like taking a step back from acting for a while, so who knows when Deadpool three is going to get made now? I mean, I guarantee you, when they fucking snap their fingers to do Deadpool, he'll fucking yeah, that'll show be the one up. thing. I mean, he's been doing yeah. all kinds of shit, but like, you know, I think he'll come out of his semi-retirement or whatever. Didn't they just fucking sign him to do two more of those goddamn Red Notice movies, though? Uh, I don't they, I know how many just, of those involve him. I think one of them, I think they they might be like spin off. I, no. I don't know. I if thought they were all, all three of them were coming back for two more movies back to back. Okay. I don't know how the fuck they're like Netflix is affording to fucking pay Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot <laughs> and the rock to all show up in one movie at a time, as opposed to yeah. doing each of them doing one movie separately would probably be more profitable. But I mean, I, I guess mean, I'm sure Netflix is doing okay on subscribers based on the last couple of years when everybody was just fucking stuck at home. <laughs> That's true. That is true. And I guess it was the most watched thing over like the holiday season was that Red Notice movie. I mean, yeah. I watched it. It was not great, but I mean, like I did watch it. <laughs> I mean, so. I, you didn't have to tell us that you watched it. It has The Rock in it. It has Gal Gadot and The Rock in it. So I was like, like I'm 100% <laughs> on board here. Yeah, absolutely. That's a lot of, there's a lot of thirst trap right there. You know what I mean? And then Ryan Reynolds is there. So like, he's nothing to scoff at either. So there you go. <laughs> All right, let's move on then from movies to TV or streaming services. Uh, Mark, what was your favorite series of 2021? Expanse, probably now. Okay. But like, cause like, it's just really fucking good and I'm really enjoying yeah. it. Um, I would argue probably like, are we going to say like, make me pick a Marvel show? Cause that's what it really comes down to. <laughs> Loki's the Mark, one that you have to pick a Marvel show. Yeah. Basically like Loki <laughs> crank, like Loki worked me the best probably this year out of the bunch of those. I did Mandalorian happen this year or was that like at the end of last year? No Mandalorian was Mandalorian season two. Most of it, I believe was in 2020. Okay. Fair if enough. Not all. But the only good thing that happened in 2020 was fucking Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Remember how fucking happy we were when those episodes started coming out? We were like, thank God, after this fucking year, we have this to bomb our souls. Like, we made ourselves watch all those fucking Batman and Superman movies, too. It was just like (laughs) the worst way to get through the pandemic. Here, let's watch a bunch of shit. anyway uh no yeah so loki was probably the marvel show that worked the best for me just because it's like that doctor who kind of like control vibe going on mm-hmm. that was probably my favorite of those ones although like i kind of liked all of them at the end of the day like hawkeye stood out we got kingpin back that was dope yeah oh yeah so that's cool you know wandavision was amazing like i was so surprised by how good wandavision was oh, yeah wandavision was such a great kick off to the like yeah what a like crazy way to like kick off all these disney plus shows and stuff until they until they fucking like just fucked us over and teased us so hard with piotr and then just pulled it right back i mean at the end of the day they may have cock teased us on those shows but we got fucking kingpin so like they can (laughs) tease us all right till the end and i got a whole year that we just had blue balls and then everybody just got to blow their load over wilson fisk at the end of the year ostensibly well i mean between that he's a big man and can take lots of lots of loads all over i'm sure fucking did offer will be so fucking pleased to hear us say this too (laughs) (laughs) either way yeah no i mean yeah they got they i mean it's not wasn't just that though it was the two spider boys that everybody was very excited about more at the end of the year like we were excited for the daredevil shit because i was excited for the daredevil shit right (laughs) and then like everybody else was excited about like they're still fucking blowing themselves over the like the toby and andrew shit like that's still like the thing that everybody's just like jerking themselves off about all over the internet now like toby and and uh andrew garfield are like talking about like you know oh yeah it was we were lying to you the whole time and like andrew garfield's having a fucking blast telling everybody like how much fun it was to lie to your fucking faces (laughs) do you know any idea how much fun this was i'll do it again 
like, and that they like so, snuck bud. into a theater to see the yeah. to see the movie together. Him and uh, him and Toby, Toby? did. Yeah, that's crazy. What do you think those conversations are like? Like, what do you think fucking hanging out with sixty-two-year-old Toby McGuire is like? Because <laughs> I mean, well, he probably doesn't say much because he's you know on oxygen. My God, could you imagine? He's <laughs> It's also supposed to be like this. I know, he he's moving pretty good in that movie. I, I mean, they're, apparently, sure they're all coming back at this point. Still. Like every rumor that has hit the internet since that movie came out is like we're getting Spider-Man Four, we're getting Amazing Spider-Man Three, Venom Two, Venom whatever Venom Three is is going to have fucking Andrew Garfield in it. Andrew Garfield is going to come back. They're all just going to get together in the next movie and have a three-way. I guess I don't know. There's all kinds of shit that's being rumored at this point. Yeah. Did you have any other honorable mentions or anything for t- for series for last year? The fuck else came out last year? TV show wise, let me see. Do we see anything good? Ar- was did Archer come out last year? I didn't hate last year's Archer. Yeah, yeah the eleven season, season eleven, thirteen. I don't fucking know where we are now of Archer. Uh, came yeah, out last year. somewhere in there, there was a like an eleventh or twelfth season. Arcane actually uh, animated shows. We did like we. I I watched Arcane and quite enjoyed it. Like by the time I got through all of it, I know I talked about it a little bit. Beautifully animated show. Invincible came out this year, did it not? I mean, yeah. we blew the shit out of Invincible. That was one of my favorite Invincible things was great. that came yeah, out that this year. Be, that was on my long list for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, oh man. Oh no, Picard was 2020. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> you were were you really gonna say it was one of your favorites? Because I was it would be on the other list otherwise. I was yeah. like, fuck God, I that shit this year. <laughs> was that it? Was there not like he, I mean, He Man came out this year too, and we enjoyed that. It was another one of those Transformers. It sucked, but like the He Man yeah, show was good that came out this year. So yeah. like the the two parts of Revelations were fun. I think we recommended them fairly yeah. highly. So like, yeah, I mean, it's okay. I didn't hate Ted Lasso when I watched like four episodes of it, but like I don't think I would watch any more of it. And yeah, I don't understand why everybody's going crazy about it. Yeah, yeah. So. I still have no desire to watch Ted Lasso ever. We'll see if I no. break down at some point, but. Did I tell you about the expanse though? Again, I think just, you might have mentioned the expanse. Yeah, no, expanse is good. So yeah, I don't know. My favorite series of last year, I think, was Squid Game, actually. Okay, yeah, Squid Game was fun. Because like it was I was just it came at a time when I was like, okay, you know, we've had three Marvel series, no four, three or four Marvel series yeah. by that point, and like two of them were good. And the, the other couple were like, OK, kind of yep. thing. And so I was like, I was just looking for something different. And it was it was different, and new and, and cool. And it was probably the series this whole year that I was most like, OK, I just need to fucking watch the next episode right now. Because like it was all available at once as to yeah. post all the Marvel series, which are coming out on like, like a weekly basis. Squid Game is the, the series that I binged most voraciously this year. For, see, like that was my problem and why like I keep forgetting that it happened is because like I fucking it watched like it in two one day. I didn't know. <laughs> fuck two days. I watched it in one day. Like I got up, <laughs> sat down, started watching. I was like, holy shit. And just sat there watching the whole thing. <laughs> like where I'm sitting right now, I just put it up on my screen like and started like my and day and drawing. Move. And just had, I started watching. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then, like as it went along, I was like, "Oh, this is really good." And then by it was done. And then, like two days later, everybody else caught up to me. And by then, I was like, "Oh, I'm fucking sick of talking about this already." Like, I was over it already. Kind well, of. Yeah, it wasn't like, something that I felt like I really need to yeah. engage in the discourse for because, like, yeah. it was clear what it was. No, there yeah, were some absolutely. people that were like, "What the fucking stupid shit was like?" All the people that were like celebrating it and were like, "I want to dress up in these costumes because this is cool." I was like, "No, you're supposed to think this is a terrible fucking thing that's happening to these people. Well, Not that this is looks like a fucking fun thing that I want to dress up." 
up as for Halloween. Because it's we're, we're fucking two steps away from the actual gray fucking no. nightmare of those futures at this point. We're exactly. living in like the before fucking Black Mirror starts. Capitalism bullshit. Yeah, we're literally like we're literally living in like the before a Black Mirror episode starts. Yeah. Like right now. So I mean, most people at this point are probably like, well, at least that looks like fun compared to fucking whatever this shit is. <laughs> sure. Great. In terms of honorable mentions, oh, yes. I was in great need of laughs last year. And so I think what we do in the shadows is probably my oh, favorite my comedy right now. And I think it's I think it's overtaken Rick and Morty as my favorite comedy. It is my favorite vampire sex show of all time. <laughs> vampire sex pervert show of all time. Yeah. That's what I call it. Like that's how I described it to my grandmother. <laughs> not by not on purpose, but I was talking to about like one of my cousins is also a fan of the show, and we were having like Christmas dinner, and my grandmother was like, "What are you two talking about?" Because we got really excited when we started talking about it. Because we've been a fan of the show, it's like, "Oh my god, I can talk about my vampire perverts. I love it. It's the best." And my grandmother was like, "What are you two talking about?" I'm like, "Oh, this show that's on. It's a it's about vampires who are all just sex perverts." She's like. <laughs> what are you guys watching? And I was like, you know what, Grandma? You don't need to know about my vampire pervert sex show. <laughs> yeah, this is my thing. Just just let me have it. <laughs> but like, it's bringing the younger part of the family together. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, absolutely what we do in the shadows. That fucking monologue he gives about the penny pornos yeah. is just... Like the, the finest pieces of cinema I have fucking seen this year. Yeah, Matt Berry is a fucking national treasure. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm so glad that they let him be in Boba, the Book of Boba Fett as well. <laughs> I don't know why he wouldn't tell us. I was going. To, he's going to the Penny Portos. I was just on my way there. I, I would have gone with him. <laughs> what the fuck? Genius. Anyway, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Uh, and what else? I mean. Yeah, in terms of the Marvel series, I think I would probably say WandaVision was my favorite of them just because, like, again, it was a breath of fresh air. It was something like a big departure for the MCU. And it was, you know, started off this whole trend of like characters dealing with past trauma and everything. And it was, you know, done in a really, it was paced really well. And I mean, I would, like I said, I'm not fucking happy with how they fucking did. Evan Peters dirty on the Piotr thing, but besides that, I thought it was really fucking good. All right, let's move on to let's move on to comics. What were your favorite comics of 2021? Daredevil. I don't know if I've <laughs> introduced you to this character before. Yeah. That I may have mentioned him. The, the Chip Zdarsky stuff. The Chip Zdarsky stuff this year is the best shit either con- like either of the big two are producing. I'm pretty convinced. I've been poking at Batman and stuff this year, which I'm always convinced is the only good thing DC ever does. So. <laughs> whatever but no even then like the the Sidarsky run is just like head and shoulders above everything else that's going on even amazing is not bad right now but like yeah daredevil is just like the best shit going on and have you heard of and i was just downloading the most recent issue the department of truth uh the name sounds familiar but i am i'm yeah right it's an it. image comic by james tinian okay it's one of his books it is fucking dope as shit and i don't want to spoil too much of it because it's it's obviously it's right up my alley it's all about like fucking conspiracy theories and paranoia and all that kind of stuff but like it's so good that i i'm we are you and i are probably going to be reading daredevil and department of truth in the near future so i can get you <laughs> out of your dc rut and getting you reading some wonky shit 
still got that Marvel Unlimited subscription. Yeah, man. Well, this is image, so we'll have to figure out a way to get you into this one. But uh, I can get those on at the grab a trade. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, grab a trade or something like that. It's fine. <laughs> it's really good. So yeah, if, absolutely. If I'm recommending anything from this year that I've read, Department of Truth and Daredevil are like my two like big. This is what fucking comics should be doing right now. This is the good shit in comics right now, <laughs> kind of stuff. So nice. yeah, especially this stuff. Um, and I want to shout out because we don't we get shit or a lot of people get shit, and we should be better about it because I'm an artist about shouting out the artists on those books. So oh, yeah, absolutely. Marco Cicchetto is the penciler on Daredevil right now, or like who's been kind of doing the main thrust of the penciling on Daredevil. He's he's over on the Devil's Reign miniseries right now. Uh, he's crushing it. But Department of Truth is, man, even the comic book companies are shit about like crediting people on the fucking website. Cause like yeah. it says creators on the image website and it says James Tinney in the fourth, but it doesn't see who the fucking artist is. So it's Martin Simmons, who's the penciler, I'm assuming, on Department of Truth. I don't know who's doing all the finishes and colors and stuff, but like Department of Truth is dope as shit. Get in there and help Martin Simmons get fucking paid for his work because nobody else is. Jesus Christ, image, way to go. And then, yeah, Marco Chiquetto and uh, Chip Sadarsky's Daredevil. Dope as fuck. So I don't think there's anything else I've read this year. I've been kind of poking at comics, but not like reading anything insane. Like X-Men's still kind of happening, but it's gotten really weird. And again, Amazing's okay. But I haven't seen anything that's caught my attention on the other side of the aisle too much. Aside from like the odd like Batman thing. And it's usually just Batman Catwoman that catches my eye. Batman Catwoman has been pretty good. Yeah. yeah. That's that's one that I'm really looking forward to the conclusion of. But yeah, that that series. I mean, it's Tom King, right? Yeah. So like that's been good. I haven't even like really been into uh, any of the IDW Transformer stuff this year. Like I know they've been rebooting it or talking about rebooting it again, but mm-hmm. I haven't looked at any of it. So nice. So I'm going to say for comic books, the stuff that Brian Michael Bendis has been doing on the Superman books, especially in the latter half of 2021, uh, well, actually, the Superman book ended, but uh, the stuff that he's been doing in action comics, I've been really enjoying. It is, and it also co- sort of ties into that Superman and the Authority uh, book that Grant Morrison wrote. Oh, that was pretty good, actually. I didn't hate that, but it, it's like, is it done? What's going on? Oh, it's, it led into what's going on in action comics now. So if you'd like that, you should be reading action comics right now. Oh, I thought it was just going to be a good mini series. They're trying to get me to buy more shit. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, so it is. So but that whole storyline, which is basically all has, has to do with uh, War World and Mongol and is basically mm-hmm. Superman. Superman has gone head to head with Mongol, who's this like big yellow despot that runs this planet that's just fucking full of like slaves that he makes fight to the death against each other and like wage war on other planets and stuff like that called war world and uh it it, war world is a ship it can travel around the world and stuff and so he finds that there's like some wait it can travel around the galaxy you mean yes the galaxy sorry not the world yeah (laughs) the universe so superman finds that there are some like long lost like splinter line of Kryptonians that have been like enslaved on war world. And he finds some of them and Mongol kills a bunch of them. And Kal-El just fucking like loses it and is like, that's it. I'm fucking like leaving earth. His son is, is yeah, Jonathan is like yeah. as taking over. He's the Superman of earth right now. And Superman has put together this team of like morally gray dudes 
that's his new like authority team that's like Manchester Black and one of one of the Flashes and I think the Natasha Irons the who's yeah, like the New Steel and yeah. a couple others to basically go after Mongol and like depose him as ruler of Warworld and like free all the slaves of Warworld. He's like, I've let this go on for long enough, kind of thing. I'm gonna fucking take this guy down. Okay, fair enough. So and that's what's going on like right now in those books, and one of the things I'm really looking forward to in 2022. But the lead into it was is what's his fucked drawing it. Uh, Ivan Rice, I think, is drawing right now. Oh no, I was talking about the dude who was drawing the authority book. That guy oh, who no. is like, uh, me, uh, is it Michael Janin? Yeah, writing. Yeah, no, he's drawing. not doing the art right now. He, his the the draw the art on that Superman and the Authority book was great too, though. Yeah, he's like he was my hero for like five minutes until I found dude from Daredevil who's like just amazing yeah but yeah oh, sorry I, I should say brian michael bendis isn't doing the writing on the, the most recent stuff it's philip kennedy johnson has taken it over now okay who's also been doing great stuff as well and uh, it's i think uh daniel samper doing the art on the, the lead stories there's also a backup story in those two cool but the other th- one that i want to call out is my honorable mention is uh, another of Tom King's miniseries that he's been doing, like 12 big maxi, I guess, maxi series, uh, the Strange Adventures maxi series that finished up in 2021 with art by uh, Mitch Gerard, Gerard's or Gerard's. Uh, I don't, you know what? Take your best guess. I'm not sure. <laughs> and, and Doc Shaner okay, uh, was, yeah. was excellent as well. And very much in the same vein of the Mr. Miracle series yeah. that he did the year before. <laughs> Um, so if you like that Mr. Miracle series, I definitely think you should check out that. Uh, I usually like Tom King's, King's stuff. I find uh, he gets a little decompressed in spots. Like he wants to just like keep telling well, the middle of the story. Well, so. about that in my, my least favorites shortly. Well, I mean, that was kind of what like how his Batman stories have kind of ended up with me. Like that's where I'm feeling like he's at with those Batman books now where I'm just like, um, let's fucking maybe come in for a landing on your bullshit at this point. And like maybe <laughs> yeah. somebody else take over the main thrust of these books because they're feeling a little aimless. It's been yeah. like three years now. It's just like, what the fuck's going on? I mean, I know that COVID shit slowed everything down, but like, yeah. come on, man. Like the bat books feel just like fucking aimless right now. And it's well, he's kind not of annoying. doing any of those now. The only one he's well, doing that's now what is I mean, but like, because of that, but he's still doing his fucking story off in his own book yeah. but, that, they're, yeah. that they're kind of considering like the main thrust of the bat books right now. Right, kind of like editorially is kind of like the that's the important it's, one. It's the big right? seller. What's well, yeah. the black label book, right? Like it's right, the one exactly. that's got the cardstock covers and everything. Exactly. And, so that's yeah. kind of the premier book right now, uh, at least in terms of like how they're selling it. So the other two books are just like fucking whatever nonsense lately, and it's kind of get some focus back. Get him finish, finish, let him finish up. But like, yeah, fin- fucking make get him back. finish up. Yeah, yeah, finish him <laughs> up and get somebody new in there. Put Fuck. him and, jo- and George R. R. Martin in a room together, and they can't leave until they're done. Yeah, I mean, like they're, <laughs> they got to get Sadarsky in there eventually to do Batman. He's he's killing on Daredevil. That's what they do is just hire the Daredevil guy eventually, right? Like that's gonna yeah. happen at some point. So <laughs> and he's got to get back bored and go back to fucking Marvel. So <laughs> so I can work with him or whatever. Anyway, all right. So that is comics. Let's move on to video games. What were your favorite games of 2021, Mark? I know you played oh, a lot of games. <laughs> I did fucking play a lot of shit this year. Uh. Arguably, Gardens of the Galaxy is probably the best like oh, wow. okay. single player game that I played this year. Um, for me personally, Red Dead Redemption was absolutely the best fucking game I played this year. Although that is obviously that's a couple years old, um, but Guardians was excellent. I like it, because I like we played Miles Morales came out at the end of last year, like with the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. 
so like it's hard to count but like i finally played it in this year and it was probably my favorite of those early playstation 5 games that i played i did enjoy dark souls or demon which one is that demon souls demon souls ps5 one can i remember yes. mm-hmm. i don't remember and I had a good time with Returnal. I'm planning on going back to it. It's just like sometimes when they're just like brutally hard, I'm like, I don't care that much. If you can be really hard, but make it easy to get me back to where I was kind of thing. And it's this is one of those. It's one of those like what do they call them? Roguelikes where it's like you're going to mm-hmm. die and have to start at the beginning kind of things over and over again. And I'm like, eh, well, I don't really want to do that. So yeah. I got to be in the mood for that one. But it, it gets beautiful and it fucking plays like crazy, like really well. You got to like want to be challenged yeah but i gotta be in the mood for it and like red dead was hard enough to be honest <laughs> just kind of like fighting it in terms of like does red dead have difficulty levels what did you play it on no i played it on whatever the, it doesn't have difficulty levels it's just in terms okay. of like the way like some it would go insane for like the smallest thing right like the world like some weird insane. little side quest or something not or? even that just like you'd be walking through town and like you'd accidentally hit like the wrong button and pull your gun out and all of a sudden you have a wanted level and then all of a sudden you've got a $20 bounty and you haven't done anything except for pull your gun out in front of a cop. Right. But it, you did and you did it by accident because you hit yeah. a button. But all of a sudden it's like I accidentally like twitched and hit like the right trigger. And <laughs> now I've got a $30 bounty and fucking cops are shooting at me. And I'm not really <laughs> even sure what the fuck happened aside from like, well, I'm just going to leave town for a while. <laughs> so now I got to run out of town. I got to go to the post office and pay the bounty. Then I can go back. Then I got to remember what the fuck I was doing. Yeah. So that was kind of a little weird about that one, but like it wasn't hard the way like Returnal's hard and just like slaughters you endlessly. And like some of the new bot, you'll meet a boss and it's just like you're fucking dead, one hit. You got to kind of learn how to play it. So I don't know. I don't know I, did, I played a lot this year, so <laughs> I don't know. I only really played one game in 2021, and it was it was Spider Man Remastered. So when did, when did you finish fucking Zelda? Is that- uh, no, that was that was well before I finished okay. Breath of the Wild. Well before that, fair enough. Yeah, you were yeah. playing another Zelda at the beginning of the year, were you not? Oh, that's true. What was I playing at the beginning of the year? Like Spirit I'm Tracks or some shit. Now. Oh yes, yeah. I guess Spirit Tracks would be up there. Like that would be my honorable mention. Um, yeah, Spider-Man I did play Spirit Tracks dope, and so. and Phantom Hourglass. I think I both played those that this year as well. Um, but yeah, those are both handheld. Yeah, but, well, between the two, I think I like Phantom Hourglass a little better. But no, Spider-Man Remastered fucking blew both of those away. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, the remaster, you know, that game is a few years old. And the even the remaster came out in like late 2020 as well. So yes, I yeah. played it in 2021. So that's what fucking matters. But I've talked enough about that fucking game on this podcast. But I had so much fun with it. And Absolutely. It just, it's, it's a perfect fucking Spider-Man simulator. It really is, eh? Like that's kind of what like that what it boils down to at the end of it. It's like, wow, they really just like fucking crushed, making me it's feel like Spider Man. So satisfying, like zipping yeah. around town and fucking webbing up enemies and yeah. throwing oh, yeah. throwing dudes at other dudes and all that sort of shit. And just wait till you get into those Arkham games, man. You gotta feel like the bat. It's <laughs> especially when you get to the second one, like when you're in the city. It's like if yeah. it's eerie, like you're just like on the rooftops walking down Gotham with the guys. In the first game. Well, you're out on the you're out in the in the asylum in the first one. Oh, because it's Arkham Asylum. So you're yeah. just in the asylum in the first game. You can do some outside like creepy shit, but it's more fun when you're like on the streets and it's like an open world and the guys are just kind of wandering around. GTA with Batman. A little bit more like that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit more of an enclosed space you would get for GTA because, like, I mean, I just fin- I I replayed five this year too. Still like holds up as an open world. Like, I totally recommend GTA Five to everybody. Also, it's a ton of fun, <laughs> even if it's just to like get in there and fuck around more than anything and just like try and just kill as many people as possible before you get killed. Yeah. You'd have tons of fun doing that. 
let alone actually playing the game. But yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's move on from games then to music. Mark, what was your favorite music, either albums or songs or artists or whatever of, of 2021? My album of the year was the new Gojira Fortitude. Like that, that album was just fucking fantastic from beginning to end. Just like a face melting metal. Just a beautiful, beautiful fucking metal like Opus uh, from Gojira. It was excellent. I'm very happy with that one. I'm excited. They're, they keep canceling tour dates. I'm like, fuck, please. Like by May, can we clear this shit out so that I can go see Gojira and Deftones? I need. Yeah, I was going to say, is that still happening? I don't know. They keep changing it to like a live event. And I'm fucking I just want to go see like a fucking metal show. It's outdoors. Come yeah. on, guys, get your shit together. Go get vaccinated. Anyway, I want to go see some metal. Do we need to get tickets for that because I remember you saying you're going to drag me to it and make me i'll figure that out uh when i figure out if there actually is going to be a show if it's actually going to happen so there's that but yeah uh gojira's fortitude was excellent and that was a little bit earlier in the year and then mastodon put out hushed and grimmed which is like a double album at the end of the year that was both of those things a little hushed and definitely grim it's very like it's a very dark and heavy album was so. the deftones album not this year that was 2020 i think oh, anyway shit. if it wasn't then uh it definitely was one of my the better albums this year Oh, yeah, it was 2020. 2020, 2020 right? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, if it was, fuck, Ohms was awesome, too. Definitely <laughs> go listen to Ohms. Ohms was great. Was there a Burnus record, like, last oh, year? It was, like, it was like, late 2020. I guess that's why I was thinking 2021. It came out, like, September. Yeah, even, the, like, late the last September. Burnus record was 2019. So, I don't know. It's Gojira was awesome, though. I was very excited for that, like, to see them live and stuff with that record. Yeah. Actually, both of those bands, uh, we're talking about Deftones. I have not seen either them or Gojira play any of that new stuff live. And it's killing me a little bit inside. Because <laughs> I would, that, like, by now, I should have at least seen one of them play. And especially Deftones would have been around by now at least once for an album that came out in late 2020. Like, I would have dragged you to at least one fucking Screaming Chino show. So, <laughs> And they've got crosses like coming out. Live. Oh, yeah, they're, they're they're a good time. But they've got crosses coming out now too, right? Like, did I yeah. did I send you that? Um, at the end no, of the year, yeah. like on Christmas Eve, they put out a cover of uh, crosses. Did a cover of Goodbye Horses. I think I mentioned it on the podcast. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That and I was like, oh fuck, is that an actual album? There's an album coming, so I got crosses coming too this year, which is dope. So nice. Yeah. Uh, for oh, me, was churches this year? Yeah, that's mine. <laughs> okay. Churches was good too. Yeah, Scream Violence. Yeah. yeah. So for me, like 2021 was just like the year of like great indie music and indie pop with female vocals. Like that oh, was like so much of it. what I was listening to this year. So I yeah, my my like favorite album of this year was was Church's Screen Violence for sure. That was the one that I really like latched onto. And yeah. really the only like album that I really like really dug my teeth into at all this year. Everything else was just like singles and stuff like that here and there. Yeah, if I wasn't off in Metal Land all the time, which is still like the land of the album, I would probably yeah. have been a lot less of that kind of stuff. But uh, yeah. so yeah, but we yeah. got Gojira and Mastodon, so we did pretty good on that side of the fucking street. There were a couple like newcomers that I got really like into just singles on. One was Cherry Glazer. She had a really good single called Rabbit Hole and then a band called Life in Sweatpants, which also has a female vocalist, which I know I mentioned. I think I geek credit that one week and their song called Good to Yourself is just super fucking catchy. And then we also got new Fantagram and new Purity Ring this year, too. So just overall, great fucking year for female female vocalists. I saw the Purity Ring one. That's yeah. pretty cool. And I was even looking at like my my Spotify, like top songs of 2021. And it's mostly just fucking Deftones and Gojira. So yeah. that makes sense. <laughs> uh, my honorable mention will go to Little Nas X's Montero, though, because the fucking singles off that album and the videos are just 
fucking amazing and yeah. i just love how much rage they have induced in like fucking conservatives and religious fundamentalists and shit like that almost as like an art thing i appreciate his work more than yeah. like you know what i mean like is a an art presence or whatever you want to call it oh absolutely yeah he's he he knows how to yeah, yeah. i mean his whole persona and everything is almost you know it's it's almost like bowie-esque in terms of like the how well he can provoke reactions in media in society at large kind of thing yeah especially after having cultivated that like i'm just a black cowboy thing for so long i've been like ha jokes on you i'm gay as fuck bitches yeah totally yeah because he played that role for years and then just like came out and like just threw it all on everybody's face that's been a very yeah. interesting year watching his career like even just from like the periphery not the band, like yeah. from the actual spot. Like, <laughs> yeah, for for a Atlanta boy that used mm-hmm. to fucking work in like a Taco Bell on like down in the not so great parts of Atlanta, it's nice to see. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, uh, all right, let's go really quick and just uh, let's let's exercise some demons and leave them in the past uh, in terms of our least favorites for 2021. Was what was the your least favorite movie of 2021? I'm pretty sure it's going to be the same thing. The problem, I, I is that I can't leave it in the past because we're going to go watch a second part of it in like a year and a half or two years. Really? Or I fucking hated that Dune movie, dude. That Dune <laughs> movie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I didn't like that Dune movie at all, but like, yeah. Uh, Matrix was the worst thing I saw this year. Oh, that wow. Was okay. A fucking travesty. Like I was, that should never have been made the way that was made. Like it was an embarrassment. So that has been so divisive there. It's, it's on a lot of people's like best of lists. And then there's other people that are just like, Oh my God, this is fucking insufferable. Kind of yeah, thing. Like fucking wow. awfully made, like horribly made. So like, yeah, I've, I mean, I've seen both. And like even the red letter media guys were split. I, the red letter media guys were split down the fucking middle on that movie. So I don't know <laughs> what the fucking tell you anymore. Like yeah. it, it's literally the most divisive movie of the year. Apparently matrix is broken reality. Again, I fucking <laughs> hated that piece of shit. So there was that. Well, what were you thinking i was gonna say immediately uh do you remember the venom movie that we watched last year after fucking matrix no shit no fucking venom let there be carnage bullshit with woody harrelson as jesus as fucking Cletus cassidy, Cletus cassidy. Oh, God i would posit that venom <laughs> let there be carnage if we got fucked up and we're watching like movies together we would have more fun watching venom than we would having watching matrix uh, i don't fucking know Oh, I bet you we would, because you could just rip that Venom movie apart, and that Matrix movie fucking sucks. It is boring for three hours. <laughs> so, <laughs> at least Venom's no, a cartoon for ninety minutes, dude. You know what I mean? <sighs> Venom's in and out. You're fucking done real fast, and it's a cartoon. And you knew yeah. what you were getting when you walked in there. You were getting kicked in the dick for forty five minutes, and then getting the worst possible Matrix movie you've ever seen shoveled into you for the next two hours after that. So. <laughs> Yeah, fuck the Matrix. Sorry, boys. <laughs> All right. Uh, series. What was your least favorite series that you watched last year? What did I watch last year? I, see, I don't, I'll never watch a show that I fucking hate. You know what I mean? I'll just stop. Music. I don't have one for music because I just yeah. don't listen to music I don't like. Exactly. Like TV, I'm like, if I don't, if I don't even think I'm going to like it. You know what? When did, when did that fucking, uh, no, that was last year, wasn't it? The Blind Manor. We did that last year. Honey of Blind Manor was 2020, yeah. Yeah, shit, that sucked. That was disappointing as shit. Yeah. yeah. But I'm trying to think of anything this year that I was like, that I watched that sucked. I mean, I fuck Star Trek. 
Oh, yeah. Star Trek <laughs> Discovery season four, oh which God. I still have not been it's able not to bring myself to start watching. It's not even fucking done yet, and I'm like, I want to die. I don't want to watch this anymore. <laughs> God. Like, what are they doing to my precious baby? I just want uh, Star Trek to be good, you know. Um, when do I pull that fucking bandaid off? Uh, I, I, honestly, the problem is like you're you're right in the middle of the season now. Like they're on a break, and they don't come back till February with this, the back half of season four. So I'm just like, I'm waiting. I'm going to wait till it's all done and I'll just get through it. I'll just that's another one. It. I just don't understand. Like that's another one with it that seems to have the fan base split down the middle. And I just don't understand it. I can't understand how anybody can watch that show and think, yeah, I'm fine with this writing. You should see the, the subreddits are literally split in half. Like yeah. they've actually like divided at this point in terms of like, there's like the people who hate discovery, hate their own. <laughs> the disco haters and the disco yeah, lovers. They're, they're often their own star underscore Trek subreddit. And like the main star Trek subreddit is a fucking CBS run, like diaspora of fucking hell where you, yeah. if you cannot criticize anything at all, it's bizarre right now. Has CBS really taken control of the the, the like the actual track credit? Or? It feels like they got just shills running the fucking oh, yeah. subreddit. So I have no idea, really. What did I watch? Just, this wait. I- just wait until they get like good track again. And then they'll like f- sit there and realize like, oh, yeah, disco is terrible. We just fucking like needed. We were just hungry for anything. So apparently, as we're writing this, the fucking last season of the expanse is only six episodes so it's done those writers are free hire those fucking writers to write star trek hot shit what yeah i said i I literally i'm looking at a list of tv shows that came out this year that i was like uh discovery pretty much star trek was the only one that like i'm watching and that it makes me infuriated that i'm watching it yeah other than that even the animated shows are better like prodigy's not terrible i was expecting it to be terrible and it's not i haven't like, yeah i haven't even started watching and like lower yet. decks was i don't know if that came out this year or not if that had yeah, a season, there was a season of lower decks that was fucking great then like i'll fucking go to bat for lower decks best star trek going Third right season now or second season i don't know either way it was good yeah letter kenny was good also at christmas better than the last seasons for sure yeah better than that yeah so like that was fine i can't find anything in here that i want to pitch about tv wise that i would have i actually sat through because i would never sit through anything that i hate the big one for me was American Horror Story. So this season was double feature and mm-hmm. it was basically like you can tell they're really fucking scraping the bottom of the barrel for ideas at this point because yeah. they were like, oh, we can't come up with one idea that's good enough to cover the whole season. I so we're going to do. Yeah. So we're going to do two. Like the first half of the season was like, OK, they Macaulay Culkin was in it. It was like ghouls and like it, it kind of had like an allegory for like creative selling their souls so that they could write something that was good and accepted by Hollywood and shit like that. That was okay. But the second half of the season totally shit the bed. It was a whole like fucking alien abduction thing. It was all done in black and white. And the, like the character, like the alien designs were just fucking like uninspired and the fucking like characters were all fucking garbage. And the, no, there was nobody likable in the whole fucking season. I just hated the whole thing. And I haven't seen anybody really that said that they liked that second half of the season, like the alien abduction half of the season. So yeah, American horror story really fucking shit the bed. There you this go. Year. Yeah. Why the last man? Really? I'm, yeah. I'm watching that right now. Actually, I'm on like episode eight and I'm not in love with it, but I haven't hated it. That's where I yeah. dropped out. Was eight. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm fucking. This it's so boring. What the fuck? There's nothing going on. It is. Yeah. Not there. Ha- there isn't much going on right now. It is starting to really drag on. So but I, it's, yeah. it's it's the sort of thing I have like a Walking Dead sort of thing with it, where I just want to see more. I I understand. Like, there's. I looked up 
from the comics and it sounds like they never really explain like what actually happened no kind of thing or but like it just seems like it would be interesting to see how and if they ever get out of the predicament that they're in i there is like the the story of the comic because i read the comic when it was coming out right just brian k vaughn right and brian k vaughn and uh piagara yeah and like it's an amazing book and there's like yeah there's some weird limitations to it in terms of like certain representation and stuff like that given like when it came out and whatnot but like i don't know i just the show just felt like just awful i don't know why it just never like grabbed me i really hate I all the like, fucking walmart like crew shit that's going on like all of that i'm just like just cut all this out i don't want any of this that's, like, that's kind of what like a lot like my biggest problem with it was like it doesn't yeah. really focus on the actual like thrust of the like what the comic was about it's so like i want to they want to do go do all this political commentary and i'm like i don't need any of this right well, now they, like, what they needed that. to do is like the the walking dead like first season really impactful like really fucking like gets things going and has a good solid fucking storyline yeah. to get people hooked and then in like the following seasons you can start like meandering a little bit more and showing like different yeah, parts absolutely. of the world and stuff and they haven't done that I yeah agree. no it's uh so that was that was a big frustrating one for me because i was very much looking forward to that because i really like that comic and it's yeah. got like a like really good cast too right like diane lane's and in there diane lane yeah. and like the sister is somebody who's been in a ton of shit too and mm-hmm. i'm like everybody's really olivia thurlby i think is her name she was the the other judge in dread and amber tamlin is that her yeah so you know, amber, amber tamlin was the is the conservative woman oh yeah 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 she's good in that role but like yeah. i don't that role's fucking great on my nerves obnoxious, yeah yeah but, but she, she, does, she plays it well but like so yeah, yeah that show was a little bit of a bummer to me so there's yeah. that i guess Okay. Uh, how about comics? Was there any comics that you read this year that you really just were like, or dropped off on or just like, yeah, fuck this. I mean, you know what? I'm like, I bounce in and out of shit. So like quickly, cause I'm digital. Like I'm just like, eh, I'm done. Mm-hmm. whatever. So the X-Men's kind of lost me a little bit this year. It's gotten to be a little, it's gotten really, you as, were all fucking up X-Men's ass last year. It's with, so uh, fucking convoluted again. Like, yeah. holy shit. Like I have no idea what to fucking read anymore. Like it's so hard to keep track of again. I'm just like, I can't fucking collect it for me, I guess. And I'll figure is it out it afterwards. Or is it moved on to different still in charge, now? but like now there's like six or seven different series that have got different writers involved. And it's okay. just like, it's all over the place. Uh, so there's no, like, I don't know where the main creative thrust is supposed to be again. Like, I don't know what the main X-Men, there's not just, this is the problem I'm having with both fucking sides of the street. What's your main fucking book? Like, yeah. is what's X-Men? Like what, what's X-Men there's supposed like to be? There's different Batman series right yeah, now. Like exactly. two of them are ongoing and there's a bunch of fucking mini series. Exactly. And, yeah. So like, and like, I know amazing is always what amazing, right? Like amazing is always Spider-Man. Like that's where you go to get that kind of the core of what's going on in Spider-Man for the most part. And then even right now it's Ben Riley. So who the fuck knows? Right. But like, that's kind of the main thrust of the story at this point. But like, holy shit, like X-Men, I have no fucking idea what's supposed to be the main book right now. I mean, the Superman books are a little bit like, unless Bendis is writing it, what the fuck? But there's still 14 other series going at all times. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, who knows? Well, there's no Superman book right now. Like this, the Superman book is Superman, son of Kal-El. It's yeah. Jonathan now. But even that's a weird, like fuck around kind of thing, right? Like that's yeah. a twist on the, the standard. So like, I don't know. It's, it's weird right now in the comic space. So Saga yeah. starts again next year though. So like, well, eh. there you go. More Brian Cave on, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm, yeah. I'm kind of a, I'm a little simp for Brian K. Vaughn stuff. <laughs> My big disappointment for 2021 was that Rorschach maxi series, which is oh, yeah, crazy. Oh, Because it was Tom King, yeah. and the art was like the art itself, art like amazing. the style was fantastic. The it was Jorge Fornes who did the art, but the story was just fucking slow and boring, and really leaned into the 
fucking least compelling part of Watchmen, like the political fucking mm. bullshit and Watchmen kind of thing. And ultimately, it was just it was like you said, it was just like overly ponderous and really decompressed and took like 12 issues to tell like a fucking three issue story, all political intrigue. And that just wasn't that's not what I want, especially when when it's marketed as a Rorschach book. And like I'm thinking Rorschach in my head is this like fucking chaotic ass character, not this noir fucking like political thriller or whatever i 100 percent figured out what is i knew exactly which way it was gonna go and i like from the first issue i was like this is gonna be boring as shit oh i could tell i just i just read the whole thing because like yeah. I, i'm a dc guy and like i was like oh it's it's fucking tom king this has to get better rorschach's right. the least interesting character in watchmen to me though because like, because he's just that like one note like yeah. borderline like just thug kind of guy like he's the least interesting character in the entire fucking book to me so as soon as you're like that's the the lead of this series i was like no it's not because i ain't reading it yeah. but i read the first issue because i was like the art looks fucking cool like i was all about those like like 70s style like detective like dime back pages and like the yeah, yeah all that kind of stuff but even like the covers look like dime store fucking detective stories and shit like yeah, that like the old pulpy. 70s style super yeah. pulpy so i was on board for like the art style and all that kind of shit they were doing but like it just fucking sucked like yeah. <laughs> like just yeah. did not work at all i feel bad saying it like th- that harshly but fuck yeah just God just damn. was not at Sometimes all like, you, like there's editors at dc right like you can't just <laughs> let your fucking superstars just go fucking hog wild because they want to like you gotta, it really yeah it really you felt gotta like, fucking edit your guys sometimes it really you felt know? like tom king just got was had just gotten too high on his own brand and i was oh, like absolutely. i'm just gonna do like the fucking i'm gonna take this opportunity to do the most fucking pretentious thing i can think of and then it fucking fell flat <laughs> and like he's done some weird shit already like like have that mr miracle whatever that was that mini series that he did or whatever that maxi series mm-hmm. like was dope as fuck but had no right to work as well as it did and that that's yeah. already like kind of like a writer like that kind of getting a little bit too big for his britches when he's like i'm gonna make mr miracle a big fucking deal it's like no you're not dude you're gonna get like one maxi series that sells really well and then nobody's gonna hear it it's the same as brian k vaughn when he did dr strange everybody's like oh, he's gonna make dr strange a mainstream character no he's not it's gonna sell really well while he's on it then it's gonna plummet right off a fucking cliff as soon as he leaves nobody cares about this fucking nobody gives a shit about the character unless the creative fucking is good all the time yeah. right yeah. like dr strange was popular because it was steve didko writing it all the time guys steve <laughs> Ditko's a fucking genius you yeah. the spider-man anyway <laughs> so then yeah i don't have any music for 2021 did you have any music that like you were excited for and that just didn't meet expectations not really i can't remember anything that came out that i would have been like oh i'm really excited for this to come out and it it let me down like, like yeah. i said the three albums that i was looking forward to were like the mastodon gojira and churches and all three of them were good yeah. good to excellent so i was like oh, these are fine I'm happy with this. I didn't hear anything I heard that was new from 2021. I liked because it was specifically fed to me because it was good at this point because Spotify (laughs) just curates and fucking feeds you shit. that's good. So, yeah, I didn't really hear anything that I didn't like. And again, I'm like, I'll peace out on music almost immediately. Just like tune it right out. Like, I don't even hear it anymore. That's one of those ones like, you know, TV series I'd get tied into. And even if they like start dropping in quality, I'll usually still finish them. Although there's a number of series sitting in my fucking bit torn right now that i have not finished like a bunch of the fucking marvel series so I'll, just, I'll just delete them for fucking hard drive space at that point i'll be like oh things red i ain't watching this series and the fucking indicators red got time to delete some files yeah and that one of those shows ends up going so yeah. there you go all right well then let's move on to the stuff we're really looking forward to in 2022 starting with the movies mark what are your most anticipated movies for this year i mean there's a batman movie 
No, actually, that's my like one of really? my least expected. Oh, I mean, I mean, I'm all we're gonna go see it, but it just looks like more of the same to me. I'm not looking forward okay. to that one at all. I mean, I'm looking forward to it as much as I'm looking forward to any Batman movie because it's a Batman movie. I'll go see it. But like, <laughs> that's that's where I am. It's it's on my list just because it's a fucking Batman movie. Yeah, and like, but like it's we don't not, get a Batman movie every year. <laughs> we should. It's the problem. You know what I mean? But like, <laughs> nothing, nothing about that movie's doing anything for me. It's already got too many fucking villains in it. That Riddler, all the designs are pretty like dull. Yeah, nothing. Like, I want to see a little bit more at this point. I'd say I my anticipation for that more has to do with curiosity than anything, especially considering how much it seems to be feeding into some of the HBO series and stuff like that, too. Yeah, I guess. Like that that Gotham Central series and stuff as well. So, yeah, I guess when we see like how it actually kind of like feeds out into like the greater whatever mm-hmm. connected, whatever it, its universe becomes kind of thing, right? Like the, yeah. that new Batman universe. But yeah, I'm not like super psyched about it or anything because it just kind of feels like more of the same to me. And I'm not super stoked about it, like any of the design work. I hate that bat suit. I think it's the fucking worst one they've done so far, <laughs> which is interesting. That Riddler look is a choice if you're going like Zodiac killer, mm. but that's pretty uninspired <laughs> at this point too. And like aside, like the physical transformation that Colin Farrell undertook to fucking become Oswald Cobblepot is commendable. I think he the looks, most, like, he looks the, like pretty stock standard fucking Oswald Cobblepot to me. So I'm like, yeah. okay. I, I mean, I think the thing I'm most interested in Zoe by Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I, I want to look at her in that outfit as much as you do, Tim, but are they <laughs> going to do something different with the character or like, what are we doing? Cause like we've done that. We just did that character. Yeah, in Nolan's movies too, right? So, are we gonna do something different yeah, than what I'm halfway just, with? That was a while ago. At this it's point, ten Martin. years at this point, <laughs> we're still inside the active fucking memory of most of us. And Hathaway in those pants is gonna be in my active memory for the rest of my fucking life. So, <laughs> so what are you? What are your actual most anticipated movies then? Doctor Strange is like right yeah. at the top because like it's Marvel and like that's my fucking chill zone. Numero uno. Um, <laughs> what else is coming out this year? Like, are we getting anything? Yeah, well, I think my that that was the tricky part is I it looks like most of the big studios have shifted their focus to streaming series until such time as it looks like really clear that movies are back and that people can go to the theater like on an ongoing basis, not this yeah. like they're they're open their clothes. Well, at least in Canada and fucking America, everything's open because freedom. Yeah, yeah. I, like Thor's supposed to come out this multiverse year? of madness. I'm I'm looking forward to, but I think the the Marvel thing that I'm most excited about is into the Spider Verse Part One. Oh yeah, I mean Spider Verse. That's going to be like probably that'll probably be my movie of the year when we're talking. We do this next year. <laughs> I'll probably be telling you how good fucking Spider Verse was because I'm pretty sure Spider Verse was my movie of the year the year it came out too. Yeah. That fucking movie's still my favorite movie that's like basically ever happened ever. <laughs> Fuck that movie's so goddamn good. Yeah, but I guess like 2022 Thor's supposed to come out. I mean, Black Adam is interesting to me. Yeah. If, it, if these come out, I'm interested in like Black Adam. I want to know what this Batman movie with a flash in it is. I, I want to know what that. Fla- yeah, that's the other one that's that I'm anti- again anticipating. But in that large like, part, just out of curiosity. Oh, yeah. That looks that, like it's that flash that Andy Muschietti uh, flash uh, movie flash flashpoint issue pro- or flashpoint movie. Probably whatever with it is. Michael yeah. Keaton and all these other folks. And yeah. We'll see. I mean, I guess if Lightyear comes out, uh, I'll see what that's about. Um, Scream <laughs> Scream's out like this week, right? Like in theaters. Yeah, so it's getting it really out. good reviews, actually. Yeah, I'm going to check that it. out because, I mean, I, I like those Scream movies. I'll watch it when it hits streaming. Like, I'll absolutely yeah. see it. Because like, I like, yeah, like I've seen all the other ones. I've watched the show. The show was fine. But yeah, I don't see anything else like guaranteed to come out in 2022 that's like ringing yes, my the thing, like, There's nothing the fucking, like, there's no Star Wars, up. there's no Star Trek, there's no, no, like, not much in terms of like big franchises outside of Marvel and DC. And even that, like, this feels like a rebuilding year for Marvel specifically. For Marvel in particular, right? Like, it's just, 
Wakanda Forever is like end of the year, but who the fuck knows what that's going to look like without without Chadwick Boseman and yeah. So <laughs> that I fucking think, that that's a Twitter campaign that has really started to take some fucking uh, connect to get like, to, to recast, to get the fuck yeah, and get rid of Letitia right? Yeah, well, not even that, just recast T'Challa, right? T'Challa, like, people, yeah. people are just like people are like in legit, and this is it's exactly what I said. I'm like that character shouldn't be just tied to one actor. And should never just be tied to one actor. It should be James Bond or Spider Man. For fuck's sakes, it should be yeah. Spider Man. We're never going to get to do the multiple Black Panthers now, sadly, because Chadwick is gone. But yeah. like he sh- that character shouldn't die with him. And I 100 percent agree with that. Post Multiverse of Madness, there's no reason that they can't you know do a uh, T'Challa of a different universe kind of thing. Absolutely, and make it be Michael B. Jordan because he's there and he oh, wants yeah. to work. So fuck it, let's do this thing. Anyway. Great. I mean, Aquaman comes out this year. Yeah, the new Aquaman. We'll yeah. see. I mean, I'll, I I'll, go, I'll watch it. It's just not one of those. It's, I'll watch it and it'll probably be fun at least. It's just not one that I'm like, oh my God, I'm super looking forward to that. But I wasn't super looking forward to the last Aquaman movie either because it's nope. not a character that I'm like crazy about. Nope. Oh mm. man, they shit right in his mouth at the beginning of fucking uh, Peacemaker. Like immediately oh, just, start with the, <laughs> just start raining on the Aquaman jokes, even though everybody loves him in the DCEU because he's like the Jason Momoa Aquaman. I was going to say like Jason, Jason Momoa is going to probably go fucking break some teeth after that. I'm sure I would love to see a fucking like throw down between Jason Momoa, who's Momoa a big hoss, and John Cena, who's a big fucking hoss, too. <laughs> That's a WrestleMania main event I would fucking watch. When Jason Momoa's got that uh, sexual frustration right now, too, because he and Lisa Monet just, just yeah. broke up. I'm sure he's real sexually frustrated, that man. Fair. <laughs> like, right. yeah, he's, he's having a hard time. Jason Momoa, Tim, is having a hard time getting laid, dude. Yeah, he's probably not getting any, any pussy at all. Yeah, no. Uh, how about series, including things that maybe have already started, but you're looking forward to the conclusion of, you know, whether it's between seasons or the season is already ongoing. What series are you most looking forward to for 2022? I don't even really know what's coming out in 2022 anymore. Mark, I, think, I can tell you the one that you and I are both excited about, which is Better Call Saul. I mean, Better season. Call Saul. Fuck yes, fucking a right. I'm like, but I don't want to talk about it. That's my like. <laughs> that's my secret love. That show that I don't want to talk about. Both of us. Yeah, I'm super fucking oh. pumped to finally and and soon too. Yeah, it's coming out. Uh, get the final season of Better Call Saul and finally get to put Saul Goodman. Saul Goodman to rest. <laughs> Um, 2022 is supposed to have Strange New Worlds is supposed to come out in 2022. So I am <laughs> cautiously optimistic. Cautiously optimistic. <laughs> it sounds like what's his name's a big fan. So hopefully he'll kind of like steer in the right direction. Yeah, but looking we'll see. forward to that too. I don't know what else is coming out. I mean, there's all the Marvel stuff. Obviously, will be as good as any of the Marvel stuff is. Like I'm looking forward to Moon Knight. She Hulk has got my curiosity p- pretty peaked. Like that looks yeah. like it'll be pretty entertaining. See the, those ones and, and like even those are or Ms. Marvel. I'm not like super looking forward to just because like they're characters that i'm not invested in like i'm gonna watch them it's not like i'm oh my god i've been waiting for a she-hulk series for so fucking long kind of thing right no but i mean like at this point we're just getting all this shit your lord of the rings movie show comes out this year too yeah that is on my list that is one of my i mean that is one that is just it's you know one of those mystery wrapped in an enigma kind of things (sighs) but i am super curious how that's going to end up with the visuals they've released so far look really beautiful but i have no idea what the story i mean they did show that screenshot of like what is this supposed to be that i'm looking at right now oh of like an elven city with the yeah. two trees in the background is that uh rivendell or whatever the fuck no 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 that's on the west coast of middle earth to then the two trees are like in the undying lands in the west like the area that the gods and the elves all came from you lost me at West Coast. So cool. 
it sounds like it's a port city or something like that basically yeah. it's a very beautiful painting whatever this it is, is. So, it's really nice so yeah it's really cool There's, that halo show's coming this year apparently like come hell or high water they're doing a halo show and, i don't know why you're looking forward to that i mean i like the games so like <laughs> i'll watch it i'll watch the first episode of anything doesn't mean yeah. i'm gonna watch the whole series i'm the opposite of you tim i don't start watching something and need to keep watching it I have You're had better. a couple of series this year that I have started watching and been like, yeah, this is my thing. And I just left it alone. I can't. I, it's harder for me to do it when it's tied to a property yeah, yeah. or like an IP I that I'm invested in. But if it's like something where I've just like there were a bunch of comedies that I started this year just because I was like, I need comedy because some fucking years fucking depressing. Yeah. And I was just like one or two episodes in. I was just like, yeah, it's not doing it for me. On to the next one kind of thing. Is Michelle Yeoh in a fucking Witcher spin? Oh my God, she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy, man. That yeah. like she just works, eh? That woman or something. I think. Oh, yeah. Holy shit, good for her. Well, I'm looking at this list. I mean, Moon Knight. Yeah, oh, I said Moon Knight three. Obi Wan. Fuck yeah, man. Obi Wan Kenobi. That's my other big one. Yeah, for sure. Right. Is Obi Wan Kenobi the Disney Plus Obi Wan Kenobi series? I'm really looking forward to that one. Sandman. I guess I would be looking forward to also if that's yeah. coming out in 2022. Mandalorian season three should be next year too. Are you going to inflict stranger things on me again? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Can I, you have to watch it. See, I don't trust your judgment. (laughs) I know you're going to start start watching and be like, no, it's pretty good. And I'll start watching and be like, wait, what are you talking about? Tim? (laughs) As like, that's is what normally happens. I really wish that was better than it is. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's really become a disappointment to me more well, than kids anything. Kids are getting so old now too. Yeah, right? like, that's true. It's just it's just really weird to have like, oh, I'm supposed to believe these kids are four, like thirteen, fourteen. Well, I mean, like really Wolfhard's fucking twenty, like eight now, and like, he looked twenty eight <laughs> in Ghostbusters. So like, I don't know what the fuck they're gonna do on this show. Yeah. Like, are they digitally de aging all of them? I don't know because that's like a million dollars per minute apparently according to sony and that new spider-man movie is how much it costs to de-age those guys for that movie well that, that, that's because they were de-aging toby mcguire <laughs> well i mean <laughs> that's a tall order right did you notice how like they kept his mask on a lot at the end of the fucking movie so they didn't have to do that just fucking do the spider-man mask it's cheaper put your fucking mask on toby who gives a shit that you're here they probably also had to like digitally remove 30 or 40 pounds from him too to get him to fit in that seat. I, I, I wonder how he showed up to fucking set, like what he looked like when he came to set. Cause like apparently <laughs> um, he's living like fast and loose. I'm not gonna say hard, but like fast and loose. So yeah, wouldn't you? I mean, if I had that money, fuck yeah, I would give a shit yeah. at that point. <laughs> I, I probably would have hired a personal trainer before I was in a fucking $150 million <laughs> Spider Man movie though. So yeah. well, I, don't know. I, I guess the more that they prepare the more preparation he did for that movie the more risk that there was going to be that that would get out that he was actually in it and shit that's true yeah i guess the other one that i'm pretty intrigued by is that uh star wars the acolyte series which is supposed to come out in 2022 because it's what i've been wanting in star wars for ages which is something that's outside of like the 50 60 year period that everything star wars we've seen so far is it's back in the high republic times like the yeah high days of the jedi empire or jedi uh order and shit like that i am a hundred percent on board for a tv show or a star wars property where i don't have to hear the fucking name skywalker for yeah you know what I mean? A couple yeah. of years or ever, actually, because that'll be that'll be my jumping off point of that show is the minute they introduce a Skywalker and be like, fuck this shit. I'm out. <laughs> now you're just you're just shilling at that point. Right. But like, yeah, well, there shouldn't be because because that's absolutely there shouldn't Anakin, be. Anakin, Anakin was the first, you know, like big because like, Shmi was like nothing. She was a slave woman. Right. And yeah. Anakin was fucking 
conceived miraculously or whatever virgin conception kind of thing boy uh, season three is coming out too i guess yeah that's the happened. other one that, that that has been so fucking long coming is atlanta season three is next year oh yeah too. i'm, I'm, I'm just looking at that too now yeah that's true i should really finish that i don't i i got through like the first couple episodes and then tapered off yeah and then there's the the first of the game of thrones prequels is, or spinoffs as well house of the dragon is this year as well if you want me to watch Lord of the Rings, you're on your own for Game of Thrones, brother. I'm out. I <laughs> can only do so much fantasy horse shit. Yeah, at there's, one time. there's so much coming out in terms of series. And this I just year. have no really interest packed. in like sword and sorcery stuff. Somebody was like, somebody was trying to sell me Wheel of Time real hard this week. And I was like, guys, does it have spaceships? And they were like, no. And I was like, does it have like dragons? They're like, no. And I'm like, is it swords or guns? And they're like, swords. And I was like, I'm out. I don't want, I don't give a shit about, <laughs> I'm done with swords. That doesn't matter to me anymore. You've done this a million. Th- they, we did this perfectly. We the Lord of the Rings movies happened. Yeah, it's over. Like I don't give a <laughs> shit. Anymore. Go home. Yeah. It's done. We fucking. That's the peak of fantasy horse shit that you're gonna be able to sell me. Game of Thrones. You had just so many tits, but like Lord <laughs> of the Rings was the peak, and now we're done. All right. Unless you do a Conan show, in which case I'll fucking show up. But yeah. the rights to that are a fucking disaster zone, apparently. <laughs> we were trying to get licensing rights just so I could do Prince. And apparently it's such a fucking mess that nobody will even talk to anybody about Prince. Like, just Prince. like we can't, yeah. No, no yeah. point in even bothering with it. Cause nope. It's a fucking disaster right now. So, yeah. <laughs> Sucks. I have so many good Conan ideas, dudes. Like, I really did. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh, what about comic series? Any comic series you're really looking forward to this year or continuing? I, I'm looking forward to the end of Devil's Reign obviously like wrapping up this story that's been going on uh in daredevil has very very exciting to me and uh saga i mean i just brought it up but saga coming back is pretty exciting mm-hmm. uh brian k vaughn's saga coming back uh after like quite a long pause and then i'm kind of looking forward to i mean there's lots of daredevil stuff that happened they just launched a uh daredevil woman without fear run that's i think is going to continue with electra yeah with electra uh under the cowl which is cool i think savage avengers ends this year but they just started a new King Conan series over at Marvel that Jason Aaron is writing. And Jason Aaron is like, he wrote the best fucking Thor run. And I wish it would be possible for us to do it, but it's like 58 issues. <laughs> and you can't you do that over the course of a couple of weeks or something. I mean, we, I'd have to look at how to div- divvy it up because it's yeah. like, it was like a hundred issues he ran on Thor and it was amazing. But yeah, he's just started doing a new King Conan series that I'm going to, I'm just going to pick it into because what the fuck? And I think the penciler is uh, Asrar is the guy. He was just on X-Men. So I'm kind of looking forward to that too. Because his pencils were pretty good while he was working on... He was on House or Sword of X and I can't remember which one. So I apologize. Power. Sorry. <laughs> he was on one of those two books and I can't remember which one and I apologize. But he was good. So yeah, that Conan book will be good. Nice. In the comic world for me... Mark Wade making his triumphant return to DC with his Batman Superman world finest book, which is written by art arted <laughs> drawn, drawn by yeah. by Dan Mora. That one I'm, oh, I'm looking cool. forward to Mark Wade coming back is a big fucking deal. He's kind of like, he's like the real deal in terms I'm of DC writers. Yeah, man. Yeah. He's the fucking man. Uh, that's cool. I would, I'll, I mean, I'll take a look at that just cause Mark Wade's on it. Yeah, I won't read almost anything he writes. It's like Kurt Busiek. You know, when you hear those big fucking heavy hitters from yeah. the eighties and nineties, like, oh shit, I gotta buy that fucking book when that yeah, guy exactly. comes back to the big two. Yeah, uh, yeah. Jurgens has been bouncing around here and there. Like he just did a, a run on Nightwing. He did a lot of that, like Nightwing after KGBs to give yeah. him shot him kind of thing, and so he'd lost his identity and had <laughs> not fucking ammonia, amnesia. <laughs> amnesia. Yeah, God damn, my brain's fucking yeah. fried. 
Yeah, he had amnesia. So, and that was a, that was a pretty interesting run too. Speaking of Chip Chip Zarsky, Darsky, Zadarsky, Zadarsky. Yeah, his he's doing a Batman maxi series, Batman the Night. Well, there you go. There you go. They hired the Daredevil writer to write Batman. It's, it finally no, happened. No. It's, it's over. A, it's a ten issue mini series of pre Batman Bruce Wayne. The circle is complete. So yeah, it totally makes sense. Why would you yeah. not get him to write fucking Batman? He's the best writer in comics right now, or one of. And that, anyway. that is drawn by uh, Carmine D. Giandomenico. Oh, okay. Who's a great fucking artist too. Yeah. So I think that should be really solid. That's awesome. Yeah, we should probably maybe we should talk about doing more comic book. Let us know, listeners who are out there. We know you're out there now. Yeah. If we'll you would like to see more, shit. like more like comic book specific kind of content, because I've had people comment on twitter before like when i mentioned that we do the, the podcast and the first thing that comes up is like do you guys do comic reviews and i'm like occasionally and they're like well it'd be interesting. yeah like yeah like at most four like we do like one a quarter i think yeah. is like the most we've ever done and yeah it's a question i'm like yeah well, should we do more i don't know how we do week to week comic content or something like that that's probably more pay- i always felt like Patreon content. We, we, like trade weight or something like that right or like, yeah i or, guess yeah and i always felt like like i always wanted to like i always wanted to make a patreon content because fuck those comic book guys will pay you know what i mean so like because i'll fucking pay for like a specific comic book content from creators that i already listen to right so yeah and i know there's comic book podcasts out there and stuff like that but like yeah yeah i think that the, the main thrust of it was like the most reviewers are not artists and I think yeah. that was why people were interested You're in hearing. just looking at story. It's always just story that people are talking about. And no, the I mean, art doesn't art's get discussed. a huge part for me. Like if I there's mean, a, like look at fucking like when Bendis was doing writing on the Superman books, but it was fucking John Romita. Oh, he's back on Spider-Man. I'm oh, so no. annoyed. Yeah, I hate Romita Jr. too, dude. He's just back retire, on Spider-Man. Sir. Yeah, just I love you to retire. death, dude. Or just give him his own Spider-Man book if that's what he wants to do, you know. But don't put him on Amazing. Yeah. Really, that was yeah, I, that was a big bummer. Let him let him do the Neil Adams thing where he can just write and draw his own book, and like seven people will buy it and they'll be thrilled about it. I guess, yeah. Honestly, that's kind of where I'm at with it too at this point. Like, I don't want him on a month to month fucking Amazing run. Yeah. I want to see new guys doing it, mainly because I'd like to at some point be one of those new guys. But like, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's hard to get an Amazing slot when John Romita Jr. is sitting on the fucking title <laughs> for three years. So, yeah. Yeah, give Mark a shot, John Romita Jr. Yeah, like <laughs> no yeah, exactly. That's definitely who they'll go to when you retire. Yeah, absolutely. It'll be me. I'm right <laughs> at the top of the list. Um, and the other one, which has already had one issue, we were talking about Jeff Lemire earlier. He is doing a one of those like black label, like prestige magazine format books, uh, nice. Swing Green Hell, which Ooh. is like an old man swamp thing slash old man Constantine book. I'm in. Ah, yeah, sign me up. So the, the first book is already out. I read it a couple of weeks ago. It's great. It's basically like a post climate change kind of world where like everybody's just living on mountaintops kind of thing. And What's like the green, called? the greens just is mostly like living uh, swamp thing, green hell. And it's uh, it's all like, you know, the, the most of the greens domain is now like underwater plants and stuff like that. Animals are fucking dying and all of the parliaments and that's what i love it's bringing in like all that jeff lemire like the the red the the rot the gray and all that kind of thing bringing all that back and being like hey guys we fucked up let's bring let's basically bring like a champion back to wipe the world clean because we've obviously fucked up kind of thing is this and- fucking got doug mankey yard on it too are you oh, fucking thought- kidding me is it doug mankey oh, no, you're right yeah, you're right. Fuck it is, yeah, sorry. this is going to be the best book that comes out Doug this Mankey year. Art. Yeah. Fuck Jeff Lemire's 
scratchy horse shit. This is fucking. <laughs> this is the truth. This guy's Doug Banky. Yeah, yeah, is sorry. You're right. He's a fucking god on pencils, man. This guy's fucking the best horror comic. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I saw the cover. The cover's fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, I was just showing Mark the cover. So, yeah, that that has I, that first uh, issue kind of blew me away. What? Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. I'm on board. Uh, Comicsology subscribe. Thank you. I think it. I think it's only three books. I'm not 100 percent sure, but either way, like I'm fucking fully on board. It's going to be like one of those top of my reading list kind of things. And and yeah, there's like an and one of the people on this island that is inhabited by these like this post apocalyptic society is like an exiled John Constantine that they, when things like really start to go to shit, they go to him and they're like, Hey, we need your help. And he summons back Alec Holland swamp thing to make things right. Kind of thing. 43. I mean, it's 43 pages, dude. Like it's a 42 page book. This is a prestige comic. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. It's like, it's like a seven or $8 like, uh, it's, fucking, know, like it's eight bucks on comicsology. So yeah. yeah. All right. Fair enough. Cool. I'm in. That looks awesome. Holy shit. Does it look good too? <laughs> uh, all right games most anticipated games of 2022 oh fuck i mean uh horizon <laughs> zero or forbidden west comes out in february i believe mm-hmm. that's probably like the most like pressing one right now that'll gobble up so like most yeah that thing i wrote february in there i think i don't know when it comes out but starfield uh is the bethesda rpg that's coming out in november it looks like a okay. space simulator kind of thing and i'm like i'm on board um, it's also a, a game pass day one thing so I don't have to pay for it because it's already yeah, part of like, it. Yeah, it's part of that package. Assuming these games ship in 2022, God of War, Ragnarok, <laughs> and Breath of the Wild 2. Would be Breath the two of the Wild 2 is the top of mind for sure. Yeah. Assuming it does actually come out in 2022. Yeah. So if either of those two games come out, then that'll probably be my game of the year. For right now, like, like Horizon is probably going to be like the, the early favorite. It always mm-hmm. has that. See, my, my assumption is that God of War is probably going to get pushed out to where Horizon is right now into 2023. Because that's mm-hmm. kind of what happened. I think Horizon was supposed to come out in the fall and got delayed into the new year. Yeah. And I think that's exactly what's going to happen to Ragnarok at the end of this year. And I like we know that Breath of the Wild hasn't been uh, delayed yet. And yeah. God knows Zelda games get no, delayed 16 I it was, times. Wasn't it originally announced for 2021 and then they pushed it to 2022? Yeah, but it's, it, you have to do four delays, Tim. It's not just yeah, one it's a, delay. It's a Zelda, Zelda game. game. It gets like at least two years of delays. Yeah, so like... Especially that's, when it's like a main, like, you know, yeah, main... This is like, not, this is not a sequel some offshoot or, or handheld yeah. or something like that. Yeah. This is a sequel to like their new big timeline too, right? Like they're really pushing like that Breath yeah, of the a Wild sequel kind to, of space. To, to a game of the year, right? Like they're not gonna yeah. they're gonna want to make sure it's fucking game like, of the year. Rotten. Fuck that could be game of the decade when it's all said and done. Like that game was yeah. insane. So that's probably like the big two. That Suicide Squad game comes out at the end of the year too. That rocks that's another making. one for me. Yeah, kill the Justice League. Yeah, and like because that's a Rocksteady game, and those guys made the three main Batman Arkham, Arkham games. games I'm 100% on board on what they're going to put out. Got to be fucked. I mean, even just like what they've shown already. Some of, those, some of those Suicide Squad members, it seems like would be a lot of fucking fun. Like, and not play them in like a, you know, like a Mortal Kombat y, like Injustice fighting game, but playing them like in a story, like in an almost Spider Man y kind of world, kind of open world sort of scenario. It seems like it would be a lot of fun. Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to that. I'm hoping it kind of. Guardians has a similar kind of like look to that. Like, if I'm mm-hmm. wondering if it's going to go down this, a similar. Guardians was Guardians Square Enix. Yeah, or like Ubisoft Montreal or some bullshit. I can't remember okay. anymore. Who did produce that game? Yeah, Adidas Montreal. That makes sense. If it plays like that, I'd be okay with it. Yeah. The other one for me that uh, I, is again one of those ones I'm more curious about than anything is the Lord of the Rings Gollum game. 
um because it looks mm. it looks like a stealth kind of game where like you have to it's a lot of avoiding detection which seems obnoxious but it i'm always interested to see like any attempt at visualizing that world because it's not based on the peter jackson designs and stuff like that so but it's like it, it feels like it looked like the Avengers game to me, though. You know what I mean? In terms of being just kind of off brand. Everything was just off. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So there's that uh, aspect. It's going to it. be one of those ones where I'm just really interested to see what the dialogue and response is amongst the fan base, because it's the one fan base that I'm kind of the most tapped into. Yeah. In yeah, absolutely. Involved. There's a lot of games that were like announced on like PlayStation things that are like maybe not involving IPs that we're interested in or like we talk about on the show that I'll probably like get into. Mm-hmm. So stuff like Ghostwire Tokyo that Paul and I talked about when he did, we, he and I did like an E3 wrap up or something like that on the, an episode. Uh, Rainbow Six Extraction is coming to Game Pass. So like the new Rainbow Six game is basically being given away for free to get people playing it, I guess, this Can year. you still play those? I fucking love Rainbow Six games, man. They're so good. <laughs> um, Scorn looked interesting. Callisto Protocol. And these are all just games, right? Like, so like the titles mean nothing to regular people. I'm still, yeah. apparently the guys who made, who made Streets of Rage 4 are making a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles beat em up that I'm like, oh, nice. I will fucking want to play that because that Streets of Rage 4 was like just excellent. I remember like, you being, yeah, all yeah. that game's ass. Oh, it was just so good. I bought that. I actually bought it because it was on Game Pass and I still ended up buying it for PlayStation so I could play it and like platinum it or like do trophyish stuff with it because it was that much fun. So I kept going back to it. I was like, I may as well put in some like trophy time to it because like I'm just sitting here playing it otherwise on my PC, not getting any fucking reward for it because yeah. it's that good. So yeah. <laughs> Last but not least, music or albums that you were excited for for 2022. There's very little that's like kind of scheduled for this year. That Crosses album will probably be like the highlight of the year for me, which is kind of not saying much. There is an Eddie Vedder album coming out that I'm not looking forward to at all. It sounds fucking awful. (laughs) And then there's a Ghost album that I think will be pretty good. But that's like off in the metal land. So I don't know. Did you see that project, The Smile? No. Which is it's Tom York and Johnny Greenwood and drummer from another band produced by Nigel Godrich. And it, okay. it sounds they've apparently done some stuff live on it, but they haven't like that's the only place that anybody's heard any of these songs yet. But it sounds like it might be kind of a return to an earlier Radiohead sound, like rougher vocals, heavier guitars, less electronic kind of thing. Mm, OK, I mean, like I'll keep an eye out for I, you know, I'm brutal with side projects with them. Like I'll just listen to anything. So, yeah, probably check it out. It's I didn't see anything about it, though. So I don't know. I don't, There really wasn't a lot when I was looking at music, like who's in the studio or anything like that. Like in my world, nobody's doing anything. I know that Mitski album comes out this year, which will mm-hmm. probably be fine because I like Mitski stuff. Jack White back doing stuff again. He's got two albums coming out this year. Yeah, I well, think there's terrible. a single out for one of them now. But yeah, I'm so hit or miss with his latter day stuff. Oh, fuck. OK, I heard the single on the radio this week while I was driving around and it was not good. So that's interesting. I was wondering why they were playing him in on the edge because they usually don't play that shit anymore. Interesting. But yeah, that sucked that I did not like that song at all. But I like again, <laughs> I don't like Jack White particularly. I don't think he's as fucking special as everybody thought he was. I yeah, so. I, I think he's it's a one trick. Yeah, I think he's past his expiry date, I think a little bit. Yeah. And I, was, and I think he was kind of like he only had that one thing he was good at. I never yeah. heard anything that wasn't White Stripes that I liked of his. Uh, I liked I liked a little bit of his solo stuff, but yeah. So I went out of my way to listen to his other stuff because I was like, I 
really hated the white stripes because of her drumming and like it really got in the way of me enjoying their I can music. See that. being right? a drummer meg white's drumming would have it drove me crazy me too, i'm sure so like i couldn't listen to that shit and it drove me nuts because when they got really popular like i was like some of these songs are really good but her she's so fucking bad at that it's distracting to me as somebody who just is fundamentally baseline good at playing drum or not even good just able to play you know what I mean? like she's not any she's ability just whatsoever. Not able to play drums. So her like anything, I would always go to his other stuff to be like, what is everybody talking about with him? Is it in this other stuff like Raccoon Tours or all this other solo yeah, shit yeah. that he did? And I never heard it. I never fucking heard it. I never got it. Never once did I hear a Jack White thing that I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. Seven Nation <laughs> Army. Great. But it's the well, her it's, drums ruin it. And then yeah. you're fucked. So like I don't care. Sorry. It's, it's, I mean, yeah, I think you really have to enjoy that like lo-fi garage bandy kind of feel. I like some whatever. of that sometimes, but like I definitely ha- like have been leaning more towards a very produced big heavy metal sound <laughs> lately. So like, yeah, it's not really my style anymore or really ever was probably. But yeah, he he just ground my gears for some reason. Yeah. It's probably because everybody kept talking about him like he was the fucking prophet of rock and roll. And I was like, no, he's not because yeah. he. He can't even fucking pick a good drummer. How can you be a prophet of rock and roll? I have the worst drummer I feel like, ever. I feel like, yeah, I feel like he's going to be one of those guys that has a long-standing legacy in terms of because he does a lot of producing work now, right? Yeah. Like he has been, like he has his own studio and stuff like that. So, like, I feel like he'll probably be one of those guys that's like he here's this guy that did his own thing for a while and then put you know introduced us and and brought all these other like great artists to the world and that kind of thing too. We can hope at the very least he does that. So, <laughs> so yeah, that that the Smile Project, which is supposed to be putting out an album this year, is one that I'm definitely interested in. But probably the thing I was most excited for this year has already already dropped last week, and it's the Weekend's new album, Don FM. Yeah, man, people have been fucking going crazy about that thing. I didn't yeah, care for it, it, but like obviously it's not something <laughs> well, you didn't expect. You didn't care for Random Access Memories either, and I feel yep. like it's very much it is his Random Access Memories, like his tribute to a bygone era of music kind of thing with a lot of collaborate, like big name collaborators yeah. and that sort of thing. So that album is great. I've been enjoying it so far. I've been very much a singles guy with The Weeknd. Like I love The Weeknd's like big hits and stuff like that, but I've never like really been able to sit down and just like listen to an album straight to back of his because there's always like some really weak b-sides and stuff like that on them but this one like i can i can definitely sit down and do the whole album on cool cool so yeah not uh you're never gonna sell me on that one i know and i knew it would but i'm 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 down for it uh and i gotta rep the the local guy too the weekend being a toronto boy is he toronto oh yeah I don't, I, okay I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> Good for him, man. Good for him. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I would much rather fucking give him props as a Toronto local than fucking piece of shit Drake. Yeah, Drake sucks. What are you gonna yeah. do? Fuck Drake. All right. Well, that is it for our wrap up of 2021 and our look forward to 2022, which brings us to our final segment, which is Geek Cred, where we just recommend something for you to check out that we've been enjoying, which we've been doing the whole fucking episode. But maybe this is something that wasn't like our favorite, but that we still think that you might like. Did I close Mark, my what's tab? Your geek cred for this week? Hold on. I closed the tab. What's wrong with me? <laughs> fuck, you take a week off and I'm just a fucking shameless goddamn mess. You know what I mean? I don't know what the fuck I'm doing anymore. Oh, I love shot to hell. Greek could fucking I left it blank, so that was pointless. A good thing I opened that document. <laughs> I'm gonna recommend Peacemaker because I've watched the first one and I want to go watch two more right now. I'm dying to watch the rest of those episodes. It looks fucking dope. I 
man, I never, I can't believe I'm saying this, but I'm really excited to see John Cena be like a star. <laughs> I used to hate him. Like I hated him when he was like the, like the, the pit, like, Oh my God, he was the goody two shoes. No, it was the goody two shoes. Always no. one beat everybody baby face for like a decade in WWE. <laughs> and I was sick of it. Like just sick of it to death. And now he's gone and I miss him in WWE because he's doing all this other shit where he's fucking hysterically funny in everything he does. Holy Christ. WWE is just a mess now. Actually, WWE has been pretty good the last couple months, but it has rolled mm-hmm. the WrestleMania time, which is usually when they kind of get their shit together for two months. And then like, mm-hmm. you know, put on like, you know, Brock Lesnar comes back and they put on a good show for a couple months. And then it's like, fuck, everything falls apart for the rest of the year. But nobody cares because WrestleMania weekend was fun. So whatever. But yeah, no, Peacemaker was like super fun. And I'm hoping it continues to be as much fun. I'm hoping it finishes as strong as fucking Suicide Squad did. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. keep me the laughing the whole way through. Great. Oh, some of the some of the bits had me fucking dying. I was just sitting here dying. So, <laughs> Peacemaker, absolutely get in there. Uh, my geek cred for this week is a series I that just wrapped up this past week, and I I enjoyed it for the most part. Is Dexter New Blood the reboot of the Dexter series? I'm gonna say no. I'm not gonna give any spoilers, but I did have fun with it. It felt like a return to form in some way, some ways, but also trying to do some new stuff as well. And I will say that I think the ending in particular will be satisfying for people that weren't happy with how the original series ended. Really? Okay. I've seen the the polar opposite opinion of that also. So I'm I'm really? interested. Yeah, I know like the guys from Red Letter Media, like he posted on Twitter, Jay, was like, it's awesome that they brought Dexter back so we could have two shitty series finales. And I was like, oh, all right. So here we go. <laughs> See, I didn't I didn't hate it. I usually I'm agree with Jay. The He's the RC guy, so I'm usually yeah, on board. But I, I'm kind of the opposite. Like I wasn't as down. I like, I didn't love the finale of Dexter, okay. but I also wasn't like, oh my god, this is the worst. Like it's con constantly referenced as like one of the worst finales of all time or whatever. But it I was, was like, pretty bad too. Like I remember being like, what the fuck is this shit like that like was him just getting to go off into the wilderness and yeah like no consequences kind of thing. he just like, goes disappears on his kids and stuff I was like, That's he, was all, he was always the hero, hero of the fucking series for me so i was okay with that I, just, well, I mean all but all of that really comes home like the stuff that people didn't like about the finale of the original series really comes home to roost in this season and it's only it's only 10 episodes i'm very hard pressed to go back to it at this point i was super let down by the original finale <laughs> so like even starting this i'm like you're at a real fucking deficit to get you got to get this shit way uphill you're underwater and yeah. going uphill and you need to get me out of the water and up the hill this is not looking good guys well, so clancy brown is one of the season villains as well well, that's down. true. I do like Clancy Brown quite a bit. We'll he see what happens. I have a list. I got to finish. I got to get through the Expanse. fucking Expanse. Yeah. And then I want to get through Jack Ryan, too, is the other show on Amazon oh, that why? I've been like, want. You I just fucking I, Tom Clancy shit. I fucking love spy shit. Like Tom Clancy. <laughs> I grew up reading all that Tom Clancy Jim, shit, man. You want to see Jim from the fucking office be a badass? Is that My it? only problem is that I don't like him particularly. <laughs> well, Your only problem is that you don't like the main <laughs> actor in the series. That's a big problem. I mean, look what happened. I mean, it could be. Well, at the very least, if I hate it, it'll be entertaining podcast fodder. <laughs> Fair enough. What? Because we're ever going to fucking review Jack no. Ryan. But I'll fucking mention it and tell you how shitty, it. How, how fucking shitty it was in my geek cred or something like that. that An anti geek cred. <laughs> or no, I guess like a geek of the week. But like I watched it and it sucked. <laughs> I've heard good things, though. So like it's on my list. Mm. Expanse, though. Yeah, if I can watch the Expanse. That's 
All right. Well, I think that's enough blowing of the expanse for one week. For we'll, we'll be back yeah, next week. Or so. yeah. We'll be back next week for more blowing of the expanse after I've watched the rest of it. And so is Tim. <laughs> so I think I'm going to get through three and a half seasons in a week, but we'll see. Well, they get shorter as you get into the Amazon stuff, right? Like you True. get, uh, I think it's so everything up to season three is 13 episodes and then four or five are 10. And I guess the new season six, six. which yeah. sucks because I guess it's like done this week. So I got to get my shit together and finish this fucking show. So there you go. All right. Well, that is enough for this week. So we will say goodbye. And if you would like to tell us what you're look, most looking forward to this year or what you most enjoyed from 2021, you can do so on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash dance robot dance podcast. You can tweet at us at DRD underscore podcast. You can email us at dance robot dance podcast at gmail.com. I am on Twitter at DRD underscore Tim. Mark is on Twitter at M underscore Ouellette. And if you are not already subscribed to our podcast, you can do so on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, which is back now as well. Yep. And uh, our new hosting service, Podbean. Shameless plug. Also, you can, like, honestly, you can hit us up basically anywhere now. So, like, I've put the podcast on, if you're looking on Player FM, listener notes, listen notes. I don't know what any of these things are. iHeartRadio, <laughs> we are all there. What else are we on here? podcast addict if you're one of those people deezer we show up on i did get our stitcher feed corralled deezer, again what are we some fucking sketchy russian podcast or some shit what what the fuck kind of podcast do you think you're making so we have 300 <laughs> listeners we've been doing it for fucking five eight years or whatever it feels like eternity <laughs> but we're also uh, the one that surprised me amazon music we have listeners on amazon music so welcome to the fucking party amazon music and um, that is a new a totally new channel for us that i guess is we only get because of Podbean. It's very exciting. So sounds good to me. Uh, And yeah, that is it for this week. Say good night, Mark. Good night, everybody. I'm glad we got control of the feeds again. Me too. Thank you very much, Mark, for all your work there. And we will be back next week with something. There's not much else coming out, so we'll come up with something for you. Oh, we're, we're actually literally nothing. Actually, I think that next week might be an episode about nothing. That might be. <laughs> we see if Christy wants to come on, just do an episode about fuck all. <laughs> do an hour. An episode just hoping that 2022 is the year that things turn around. Well, let's not get everybody's hopes up at the end here. <laughs> Talk Talk to you guys. Next time, guys. <laughs>